Hey everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, Never Not Funny, with our guest Adam Caton Holland right around the corner. But right now, I got to tell you something. Whatever you're wearing, Mac Weldon is better. Bar none. Mac Weldon is premium men's essentials brand clothing that believes in smart design, premium fabrics, simple shopping. They do underwear, socks, shirts. They look good. They perform well. They've got a line of silver underwear and t-shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. As you know by now, that means that they eliminate odor. If you don't like the first pair, keep it. They're going to still refund you. No questions are going to be asked. Nobody's going to hassle you, man. That's not what these guys are about. That's not what Mac nor Weldon are about. I like Mac Weldon. I wear their underpants from time to time. More often than not, I'm wearing Mac Weldon. I'm wearing a Mac Weldon t-shirt as I speak. I'll show it to you right here. Look at the label. Zoom in. Take a look at that label. Mac Weldon. Comfort. That's what they're about. You want 20% off your first order? Here's how you do it. Go to MacWeldon.com, enter the code PARDO at checkout. Go to MacWeldon.com, enter the code PARDO at checkout, and you're going to get 20% off your first order. Mac Weldon is a better way to wear your stuff. Now here comes Number Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. A fistful of dullard. <laughs> Don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. Then you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. <laughs> Look, I'm not the best gay. 12 years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2304. Seeing uh, things seem to be going smoothly on this end. Uh, everything's going very well. Uh, Garen got here a little bit late. Uh, he was frightened by what appear to be giant flying ants at our front door. Oh, dear. They look... Uh, Vicious. They oh. look vicious and creepy. They've got like a half inch of a stinger. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're odd looking. I didn't. I missed that. that. I'm having a bug week this this week. Yeah, listen, you're as a guy out. that follows you on Facebook, uh, I know what you're doing. You got a spider that's on the sidewalk, but you have to alert the fucking world. Yeah, well, that that's a weird. Be careful with so. your dogs, everybody. Spiders are out there. Yes, <laughs> that one this was on Instagram. Guy too. was in a very open space, and I did not see him at all. And my dog was going right for it. So he could have got, or she could have got bit, mm. and it would have been not great. You know what? Dogs, brown widow. Dogs have to learn. That's a brown widow. You confirmed it. Somebody confirmed it. Somebody concerned is brown widow. Now, what does that mean, brown widow? Their bites are not as bad as a black widow, but they're still really bad for dogs. But their barks. Yeah, their <laughs> barks are way are much worse than theirs. They do bark, right? The spider. Don't they say that the spider barks? Barking spider. Yeah, barking spider. The, a, the spider barks at midnight. I know. It's a dad that. joke. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yes, Damn sir. it. Oh, you're right. And it's a horrible joke. What's yep. the joke? I it's don't it's know. your least favorite thing. It's the, my least favorite thing. Poop. And uh, no, the, uh, the passing gas. Uh, oh, oh, we got a little barking spider in the room, huh? That's what I've never heard. I don't it, think so. I've ever heard that either. Yeah, my it, dad never did it. What does it even mean? It just means you farted it and you created a it thing. Don't use the fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Archie Bunkers. <laughs> yeah, that was not a bad impression. That was a flatulophobic Archie Bunker. Yesterday I was doing, he's very similar to, um, in sound to Larry, my character Larry, 
But it's cousin, you know, cousin Brucey. You know that DJ, the legendary '60s DJ or '50s and '60s? No. Nope. Uh, Oh, oh, hey guys! Hey guys! Cousin Brucey here. Uh, he's right in this area. Again, it's very similar to Larry, but he's, yeah. but it, Oliver is cracking up because it's like, Dad, it's spot on. And How does he know who Uncle Brucey is? Because he was on the radio. He's on uh, uh, still on there? 60s on six. Oh shit! But he's that old man. He's an old man now, mm-hmm. we, and and I don't know what he looks like. I'm gonna guess 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. But he's got that guy going, right? And it's like, oh, right, uh, and so I kept on having him. This is awful of me, but. Uh, oh, we're going to play something to Tommy James and Jantel's first, but uh, I got to play first I had a, a milkshake for lunch. <laughs> Usually I get the vanilla. Today's Wednesday. I got the uh, what with the chocolate. So that's, uh, we got that. That's delicious. Anyway, here's Tommy James, Crimson and Clover. Oh, boy. Anyway, we're not great. I just had a Hershey bar. <laughs> like everything's about him eating. And Oliver was cracking up. Uh, Oliver did not understand, luckily, that I was making fun of uh, uh, a it, man that may be eating too much. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it was, uh, I'm not going to lie, it was a spot on Cousin Brucey. Well, if only anyone other than <laughs> you, your son, and every octogenarian in America knew that. People was. listen to 60s on 6. They must. By the way, I should tell you this. I hate when his show is on because he plays that era of late 50s, early 60s. Well, just, you know, it's still, it bled into the early 60s. Right. It's still, 60s, but it's technically 50s. It's still 50s. It's, yeah, it's still at the hop. Yeah. That's like when you could just do anything and people would buy the record because yeah. it's like, it's rock and roll. No, it's, it's not. It's unlistenable. <laughs> uh, also, and not, not, not that I'm against Motown, mm-hmm. but I also, uh, on the 60s channel, there's part of me that I don't want to hear Motown. I, I, I want to hear very specific 60s music. Yeah, it, it, it's, Motown is great, but it's so overexposed as a sound because it's in so many movie trailers and so many movies and so many TV shows. It's on in commercials. Mm. Constant. It's never gone away. No. So by the time you get to your 40s, it's like, I don't really need to hear that sound again. I don't know when, I don't know what situation I would be like, oh, I could really go for some Motown. I've never had a chance to miss it. Um you know what? Growing up, I did so when Big Chill came out. That was a that was like that's kind of when it came back too. Well, because yeah, okay, that's what I mean. Because that's that was the beginning of it never going away. Yes, like, it was from that point on. And what is that? Eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, something like that in that area. But you're right. It's been like thirty five years, thirty four years of yeah, uh, like that Temptations musical. You know, the jukebox musical is coming around ain't too proud to beg right yeah called. yeah and i was just like nope. i think it's just ain't too proud yeah but nope. yeah i just i can't imagine nope. Nope. being excited to, to go to that but i also didn't care about the gloria Estefan show and ended up loving it so maybe the, you know hearing those live might be a little more fun like maybe i could get into it i don't know i'm surprised there isn't a motown channel on sirius it's i'm like surprised at that too good point then they could cut that out of 60 or maybe you just yeah, but there's also a, a U2 channel, but every now and then U2 pops up on both 80s and New Wave. Well, that's, I mean, you could, if they just put the majority of it here. Pair it, and pair it back. Yeah. Strip it so back what, so you're, what you're saying is like, if you could somehow segregate, segregate. that music. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the same equal, it would be equal to any other channel. Yeah, just exactly. be separate. Sir, Rare Earth exactly. was an all white band. They were on Motown. So Space Force. He's not being outwardly uh, <laughs> uh, racist. He's not monkey. Wait a minute. What is the name of the band? Rare Earth. <laughs> okay. I've never heard of them. Oh, they're great. Really? I, I bring them up on this. Uh, okay. I've what, heard of them from you. What but, did we say? We do uh, 20, 30 minutes of Get Ready. That's from their live album. But can we can we acknowledge? By the way, they're doing all. Wait, get ready was their song? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're doing covers of. Uh, what what it was? What did they, what, did they have a hit? Uh, well, they, they get ready. They had a big hit with that. Their version. They had a big mm-hmm. hit with. Uh, I just I just want to celebrate. 
also not theirs. Okay. I don't think they had that uh, hit of their So own. they just Garen re-recorded that songs that racist people didn't want to buy from Maybe. black artists. But it was still on Motown, which is right. interesting. Yeah. You read Barry Gordy. What, Elliot? Well, there were plenty of you know groups of four white singers who did songs that either were Motown songs or were very much like Motown songs. They just didn't sound like Motown. Well, that's the what our friend uh, Rory O'Malley uh, talked about at uh, Parkestathon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his part in Dream, uh, Dream Girls is the white bread version of a... Right. When that sound became yeah. popular, then record labels started trying to make white versions of it. Which, in a way, Paul Williams makes fun of in Phantom of the Paradise with the song Upholstery. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, well, it's more like a Beach Boys-ish, yeah. Beach Boysization of something, but it's kind of the same thing. Just throw that out there. You know, we've been trying to get Paul Williams on the show for 12 years. Maybe uh, when he finally gets on here, we could ask him that very question. Yeah. That was, this, this, is not, this is not pointed at you. It's pointed at Paul Williams. <laughs> <laughs> that was very clear. Apparently, uh, he's in Copenhagen right now. Oh, is he? Himself. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter, and he had a photograph where he was uh, having a good time. Oh, Copenhagen. yeah, I did see that. Where is he? Copenhagen. <laughs> okay. What do you want happy with? You wanted me to you say Copenhagen? Oh, you like the way you say that. <laughs> we're, in, we're in America, man. <laughs> is that American. the accurate way to say it? I believe so. So you, you want him to say Copenhagen? That's the only way I've ever heard it say said. So when he says Copenhagen, which is probably correct. I well, that's how it. they say it, but yeah. it sounds weird to me. It hits my ears weird. Well, it's Fair. the same as going, you know, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to go to Mexico. <laughs> it's that. He's basically, yeah. he's basically doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. Paris. Yeah. Right. Gay Paris. But people say that. But yeah, it's... it's they, don't you want to punch him in the face with a... I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have to say anything for that to be true. Uh, so true, funny. Did you, I was looking up Rare Earth and what kind of uh, hits they had. Yeah, they had Get Ready was their first big hit. They went to number four. Number four on the chart, Get Ready by Rare Earth. By the way, I, I, I like the original. Who, which, which Motown artist or band or group? Was it, was it not The Temptations? Yeah, that sounds right. That's right. So how, where did they chart? Where did they chart? Number 29. That's right, Rare Earth better. The white man better. <laughs> that is shameful. There might be a black guy in Rare Earth, by the way. I don't know if that's, uh, if I'm 100, they, they might all be black. I might, there's a chance I don't have a clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> If it is different, I mean, is this a situation where we want to listen to the original versus? Yeah, I think it is a situation we want to do. It looks like there's one black guy. Say, be this motherfucker. He's dead center in this this band. Absolutely, yeah, it's Motown. Is he the singer? (laughs) Wow, what a weird looking group. Yeah, they're a bunch of misfits, huh? All right, let's hear the Temptations. Wait, hold on, we're gonna have a look at this. Look at these. Could you find a, a picture where they're more in the distance? <laughs> yeah, That's the you, best I got, Can you guys. zoom out on that a little more? <laughs> <laughs> guys, back it up. Back it up, guys. I mean, that's every 70s, it's 70s yeah. 60. It's yeah, like look at, a million look at people. Cowboy Joe and, and Gimli from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you think they like that black guy at all? That cowboy guy? You think they got along at all? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> There's no way. Look at this guy with the shades. They are not. They are not standing close together. <laughs> no, they are not. And he's behind course, the fence. Of course, yeah. He's, yeah, he's in the back behind the fence. It's uh, wow. I do enjoy them. Rare Earth Live or whatever it's called is a really good album. Can really we acknowledge the one guy whose beard just goes into his hair? Yeah, we can acknowledge that. We can acknowledge you mean, whatever you want to Gimli? acknowledge. Yeah, is that, that's who you're calling Gimli. I would I would go more Hagrid. He's more Hagrid. Uh, okay. Hair. Okay. You two want to? We're gonna battle the nerds. All right. Yeah, yeah, let's do your, it. Pull your dicks out and cross the screen. See who can roll a twenty for this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> roll a twenty. Man, that deserved way more. Than yeah, it did. I don't it disagree. Really did. <laughs> like, all right, what do you are you playing? Wait, are you, oh, you want to hear that? Before we A B, give us what other hits do they have? Um, we're gonna go. Hold on. Rare Earth is the uh, topic. Uh, I know I'm losing you. 
Oh, all right. What, what did that go to? Number seven. Yeah, all right. Top Born 10. to Wander. All right, what did that go to? 17. All right. I just want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Seven. Seven. Now, look, look, Rare Earth, a band you never heard of, has three top 10 hits. Yeah, and four. And that's four. the last of their top 10 hits. But I've only heard of two of them, and they t- the two I've heard of, I think, were recorded by other I, I, groups. Uh, I just want to celebrate by who? I just want to celebrate another day. Maybe that is them. Living. Maybe, maybe their version is the one I know. Another day of life. Don't pound you down. I, I got to say, I'm looking at these photos of Rare Earth, and I don't see a lot of other pictures with the black gentleman. Do you think he was just a one and done? <laughs> he was a fan, just came up. Guys, wait a minute. Hey, fellas, there's, there's so many people in that photo. It's it's possible he has nothing to do with that. That's true. Yeah, just like happened to be there. Group of six. He's just the ranch hand. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember there being one. I, uh, Maybe they were reenacting a scene from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is that the guy from Blazing Saddles? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. What are you doing? We need you? one black guy for this. What are you picture? talking about? Can't you see this man is a <laughs> That's Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got? More hits? No, I want to know if uh, I just want to celebrate was their song first, or if they if they were covering. Cover. And then let's A B. We want to A B these motherfuckers. <laughs> By the way, I, and again, the live versions are great of Rare Earths. You don't have I to don't know. apologize for them. I that's don't them. know if the studio is good at all. That's them? Okay. That's them. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good solid song. That's a great song. Like that. All right, so we're looking to Get Ready, right? Yeah. All right, here's Get Ready. And that song isn't very Motown. Ooh, we are in the live version. It's a single version. Maybe their version, maybe their single was a live version. I will tell you that the album version is like 20 minutes long. Tambourine! A little hot of the tambourine, Mike Johnny. It's all right. It's out of sight. We're tweedling D and tweedling dumb. Here we go. Get ready, baby. Oh. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. He's got a little more grit and a little more Joe Cocker approach to the vocal. Yeah. Shut it down. I like that. They made it their own. It's great. And again, if they jam on it for 20, it's yeah. so great. The live album. I got it on vinyl. Congrats. Didn't re didn't rebuy it. Kept it from my childhood. Wow. wow. One of the few I kept. Damn. Weird, right? Yeah, you got rid of like Madonna like a virgin on white pre- White vinyl. <laughs> white vinyl like <laughs> promo copy. That, right? you, I sold that for way too low, yeah. But God forbid you get rid of that rare earth. <laughs> well, no one wanted it. <laughs> Who was going to buy it? I, I, somebody bought everything that I wanted uh, to get rid of. They, yeah, okay. they bought all of it. Yeah. What didn't sell that day where I went when I was moving to LA, mm-hmm. what didn't sell that day, like the Madonna and the other uh, collectibles, mm-hmm. um, uh, I just I went to one buyer, and actually David did. David mm-hmm. said, "Go to uh, I'm going to go to that guy." And he said, "You know, he's got uh, three crates left. They're yours for twenty five dollars." And the guy's like, "I don't want them." And Dave, Dave goes, twenty five dollars." <laughs> and he goes, "All right, I'll take them." Then you see the you, and you can see the look on the guy's face too as he's loading them into his van. Like, I don't want these fucking things. <laughs> Why did I get suckered into this? You Bullied. can see the look. But he, he could have, if he had some, uh, some, some, get, uh, what's the word? Uh, Gumption? Some get up and go. Some giddy up. Yeah, he could have probably made a little money on those. 
Oh, there's no doubt that he did. There's no doubt yeah. that. So why was he being such a pain in the ass? You know what? There's nothing worse at the end of a of a record show when you got to load up what didn't sell. Yeah. Now, in addition to what he didn't sell, he's, got, he's got these. He's got three new crates. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to unload. Not you know an, another 500 albums. He's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he's maybe his wife you was keep like miming that. How many times are you gonna do that? That's, maybe another maybe for the rest of the goddamn show. Maybe his wife told him, "Look, you got to get rid of all these albums because you're not in the album selling business anymore. You're in insurance." Yeah. Jimmy, we're we're casting for uh, it's yep. a, it's a small part. <laughs> it's a you're we need someone who's just going to be putting cookies in the oven in the background of this uh, this scene. Okay, can like can you imagine it's like industrial size cookie? Sheets. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Very good. I think we got what we need. Hey, thanks. It was really nice meeting you guys. <laughs> Real good meeting you. Get in my car. What? Oh, whoa! Before you go. Yeah. Yeah. We also have another part for uh, it's a it's a loading dock scene. Oh yeah. This guy, he's just putting boxes oh, yeah, on the back sure. of a truck. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for thinking of me for this one. Yeah. There's just imagine it's like uh, typical moving boxes with like sweaters in them. Now be careful. Lift with your legs. Now you're also wheelchair bound. <laughs> Wait, never mind. You're doing perfect. Wheelchair bound. That's I wish I was wheelchair bound. That seems like a bad parody. No, that's not. Right, uh, what do you that got? Parody does not work. Gary, you play a little bit of the uh, uh, the yep. original. Yep. Yep. This is the original. It doesn't have the bite. I thought he was going to go original then. <laughs> This song rips, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you say that again, I'll punch you. Way more horns. Got strings, everything. Sweet voice. I, got, I like Rare's version better. Because I'm a racist. <laughs> you don't like the falsetto? I like the falsetto. I don't. Not for this. All right, Garen, shut that down and play the the Hall and Oates with the Temptations version. That is the Temptations, correct? Yeah. The thing about that song is, is it sounds like this guy's like singing it outside the window, like "Get ready, I'm coming," <laughs> and where are Earth at the front door, like beating it down. Yeah, like, I'm get coming ready. in. <laughs> He's more threatening. Creeping. Are, you're both in, a little rapey. In the, in the in, 60s, in yeah, term. you had to be, you couldn't be that aggressive as a black artist in the 60s. They would have uh, been very upset. The, the public would have not accepted that. Now we're going to hear a third version. This okay. is uh, Hall and Oates with their temptations. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Remember when this was no. foisted upon Foisted? Hoisted? Foisted. Foisted upon us? Mm-hmm. I don't. Is it just with Eddie Kendricks? Yeah. Highest quality. Here it comes. I, Get ready. I expect the highest quality. That's not it, guys. Sounds exactly the same. <laughs> yes. Faster. It's like the Vegas version. It really does sound Vegasy. Yeah. Live Oh. Does he remember the song? 
I don't think he's used to singing it this fast because it's terrible this way. Yeah. You, you, there's a situation where they're like, you got to do it on tempo to fit it into time. Now, remember, this was in Philly, uh, Live right. Aid. Right, makes sense. Holland Oates are from Philly. The Temps are from Philly. I do not know if the Temps are from Philly. I, don't think I also don't know that anyone the calls them the Temps. <laughs> the Temptations? They, right. Nobody called them the Temps. Everybody calls them the Temps. Then it sounds like they're like Garen. the first like time I've heard that reference they're like temp in my life. Everybody calls them the Temps. So yeah, then what does the band on. the Temps do? You got the Temps, the Platts, <laughs> Coms. Everybody call them the, the Temps. Four C's. Hey, you guys got the new Temps album? Trust me. Call a black record store right now and ask me if they got the new Temps album. I'm not shitting around. How do I look the up black one? record store? <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't up, know look up record store Inglewood and see what happens. <laughs> oh, goodness. It, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it's a guy that was in the business. Mm-hmm. They, they were and it worked for MCA Motown. Did, did the, they were called did, the Temps. Did the Temptations like it when you called them the Temps? They liked it more than anybody. I don't know. They were never there. <laughs> Let's check the wiki and see if it's on there. Nicknames. We would call aliases. it. The, trust me. Uh, ben Sheets at Motown would go. How's the Temps selling, Jim? That's an example. Well, that's are, that's are industry sure? lingo. That's insider. I, that's, we're talking that's what they were the, called. The people. Hey, look, we're going to go see the platters and the temps. Right. Also, they're from Detroit. Damn right they are. <laughs> Motor City. Mo- Motown. <laughs> Motown Zone. Lucky to have them. Motor Town Records. You don't remember. Hall & Oates put out a whole album, Live at the Apollo, and it was them with Eddie Kendricks. What year was that? 85, 84. No, I was not. And it's, I, you know, I love Hall & Oates, yeah. but no, That was unpleasant, and that particular arrangement. It was horrible. It's horrible. That, that was horrible. Well, they're all hopped up. They're at Live Aid. They probably did a bunch of blow backstage with Ozzy. <laughs> right? They're excited because they're saving they're, uh, Africa. They're welcoming yeah. Phil Collins off of his <laughs> jet plane. <laughs> and then made I, it. At some point, they went, planes rolling, planes late. slow that thing down. Slow <laughs> that slow. Yeah, that'd be great if they suddenly switched tempo. Grind it to a halt. <laughs> boy, I love them to do death. Something. But boy, do I not. And I, I did not like that live album. Did not like that when era. You, when you make that choice as a as an act, because Hall and Oates were huge in the early '80s. When you decide to go from huge to now we're covering these classic guys yeah. that we love, that is a signal to the world we are done we're as done. creative forces. <laughs> we will not be pre- presenting anything that will be exciting yeah. to anyone anymore. There won't be any more number one albums from us. And there wasn't. We're just going to coast from By the way, I think Ooh Yeah came out after that. I mean, Daryl Hall's solo album was... That didn't sell very well. Didn't? Oh, okay. No. That had one hit. The one hit, Dreamtime, is, yeah. is a great song. That might be my favorite Daryl Hall song of all time. It's fantastic. I agree. I think it's we'll live it in dream time. You wanna run? It's time to wake up. It's great. Hall and Oates, very popular. Daryl Hall, Jonathan Oates, very popular. As a reminder, you can uh, go to teamcoco.com slash Pardo Patrol and take a look at the interview that I did with uh, Daryl Hall, where we sang Sarah Smile for a long time, and upwards of 0.1 second are on that video. <laughs> What did you want? You wanted it to be a concert film? No, of course. No, that's ridiculous. I just, are you kidding me? I, I didn't want my boner to be on the, the internet as long as it was. That was, that was, that was amazing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's Daryl Hall playing guitar and you're singing, you're harmonizing Sarah Smile. That's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Did you do the melody and he did the, uh, the harmony? Sure. Whatever you, whatever you want to hear. What I, <laughs> you know what I did? I did whatever it was in my head and he probably worked around it. All right. Fair. But again, he did correct me and say, uh, you know, right key probably, though. Like, almost like Spinal Tap. Like, right key, though, right? I think that's on the video. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. It's funny. Humorous. 
Paw Patrol. I don't even know if those are still online now that I say that out loud. Oh, I'm sure they, they are. Those maybe things. some are on YouTube, but maybe that Team Coco. Take yeah, a look it's at still that. there. I just put it in the notes. Is the page still there? Mm-hmm. And are they, uh, all the videos still uh, there? Looks like it. So it's not loading very well right now. Yeah, definitely. yeah they're there. Oh, speaking of links, uh, there's some confusion last week about uh, whether we could say the link on the show. But uh, there, was, there was confusion from one guy who was very uh, uh, protective of this thing. Yeah, Karen was acting like <laughs> very this protective. State secret. And while literally while we're recording last week's, <laughs> it's on the internet. <laughs> yeah, people were already talking talking about, about it, Facebook. raving about it. Yeah, because uh, I emailed them during the thing and said, "Yeah, we can go make it public," and then immediately it's on the group. Anyway, it's uh, we're talking about the Sevens leaderboard. Uh, Mike Cisneros, a fan of ours, made have, this. Have we met Mike? That seems like a name that we know very, very well. Yeah, he's been a fan for a long time, so I feel like we must have met him at some point, but... Um, he's going to write and go. Maybe he's yeah, a shut in. I don't know. Yes, Jimmy. <laughs> this is who I am. And then it's going to be like, right. Oh, of course, right. Mike Cisneros. We know a lot of Mikes. We've got a lot we of do. Mikes in our family. And we know Christine Sestaro. Very confusing. It is confusing. It? Anyway, the, this guy took all, uh, Garen sent him all of the data that he had on like sevens games, like who gave to who, what the score was, what the category was. And he compiled this amazing, uh, what do you call it? Like a graphical uh representation you can look at it's all, it's, it's a, almost an infographic it's close to that yeah but it's searchable you can you can look at a single category you can look at high score low score Wait, there's more than just that front page well, i mean you can select well, on that page you can select category you can select guest oh i didn't notice you could do that uh, oh so I, I could click on like you could click uh you know mindy sterling and see her all like, of her what games. she's done yeah. oh that's interesting yeah and boy oh boy one thing I learned by looking at it, I would have thought that there was a category we'd never played, but it's not true. We've played every single category. I think the least played category was hockey, and that's only once with Dave Shumka. Is that Dave not Shumka. including the children's categories? No, we've played the children's category, apparently. Yeah. Um, we've played everything. We've played it all, man. General. Apparently, I've only, I, apparently I've only food. Here's what I learned. About, here's what I learned about that is, uh, boy, I'm a little selfish. I'm a little selfish when it comes to that game. I am the host of the show. That's well, and the game is. But you're, there's a, you're giving. But there's 140. Guests. I think there's 140 games that I've played. And <laughs> How many have I played? 40. <laughs> and so like that. And I've played one, and I th- I thought Garen played one. Yeah, but that seems low. Like there's got to be a way to to pass that around a little bit. Mm, I don't know. Well, I mean, Garen can I and I could just uh, you know. I'm now obs- I'm now obsessed with cracking in the getting into the top five high scores though because I'm at like eight. Yeah, like my best my best ranking I think is maybe it might be Danielle giving to me or me giving to Danielle. We we got a score like we got twenty nine or something. And what are the top scores on this thing? That you you Chip giving to you I think in in eighties and and you giving to um uh yeah why am I blanking um, Ralph Ralph Garman both tied at thirty three and that's both with eighties music correct? no with Ralph it was seventies music I think. oh all right yeah. that's good. What are the top five, Garen? Why don't you uh, rattle those off? You giving to Ralph 33, Chip giving to you 33, Jimmy giving to Mike Henry 32, 70s music, Jimmy giving to Austin, an audience member 31. Oh, yeah, but that guy, admit, he picked 80s because he knew that we were going to rock it. There, there's also, <laughs> in our fan base, there are people who play the game on their own so much that they've basically memorized all the entries. Yeah. So, like, I remember when we did that. That was uh, Ken, not Ken, uh, what's his name? The guy from Austin. He's a good, it's not Ken Robinson. Uh, Rob, oh, he's from AST. He's been around forever. He's a great guy. Ken Roberts. Ken Roberts. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Ken yeah, Roberts. Yeah, we've met him a million times. Yeah, yeah. He 
he admitted that he chose 80s because he knew we would kill it because he yeah, knows yeah, that yeah. Like he knows that you're good at it yeah but i remember when we did that contest um where like who could get the highest score i forget what the deal was but basically there was like more than one person you could the way they did it you could tell they had a shorthand for clues yes. because they had played it so much they knew all the clues and so they could just be like hair daryl hall yeah like, who was you know, that where was that uh it was a video that somebody sent that's him. people right. were sending in videos to you know to yeah. basically, we basically said whoever gets the high score wins yeah whatever. bullshit <laughs> uh, all right well who's number five then uh, uh number five is a tie oh boy here we go it's uh dave holmes giving to you 80s music which is 30 and you giving 80s music to tony thaxton also 30 all right so 80s and oh. 70s music are the top five thaxton sneaks what's in. the first 80s or what's the first category that's not uh, music danielle giving to matt uh celebrities and that's uh, how 29 many? 29 tied with you giving to scott ackerman 29 and 80s music <laughs> <laughs> all right a bit so. of a rut but again i we uh, should ban that category i allow the uh yeah, yeah. the person to choose the category i don't disagree so here's what i'll do in the future i will give every category but 80s music yeah and if they happen to then go wait you didn't mention 80s music i'll do that one you know what's weird is that for all the times we've done those music categories, I think we've almost never done just 70s. Like, look that. I think we've only played that category where it's not music. It's just the decade, the decade of, the 70s. of the 70s. I think we've only played it once or twice. Let's do it right now. All right. You ready? Here we <laughs> yeah. go. You and me. All right. Yeah, that was the other thing I was thinking. I, I didn't see any evidence of us playing uh, you you giving to me or me giving to you on that chart. I'm sure we did early on in this thing, but uh, maybe it wasn't uh, chart worthy. Looks like twice we've played 70s well, twice. we're about to play three times get it ready and, and who's this mike cisneros get ready buddy we're doing a 70s decade boy i wish it were 80s how many times have 20. we done just 80s um well you cl- we claim that every category has been done well, this yeah, our, oh our guest is here we count what time is it it's 740 or, all, sorry, right. It's all right garen go get seven. our guest if you would please Not seven he's a, <laughs> he's a, he's got he's, seven on the brain he's a first timer uh so you know explain to him that you're mr bardo's assistant uh, you apologize for your appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We like that shirt. <laughs> it just made me laugh. It was so unfair. It just made me laugh. He looks perfectly fine. Yeah, it's a good shirt. This is why that makes me laugh. All right. Uh, Adam Caton Holland's about to walk into the room. Uh, and he's not going to understand what's happening. No, and, and rightfully so. For sure. There's no reason he would. All right. Maybe he's using the restroom first. Though. They seem oh, to be dragging their heels possible. out there. It's possible. We are dragging heels. Restroom? Yeah. Here, all right. Here we go. You ready? Ready. All right. This is 70s. Okay. 70s. The decade of the 70s. Here we go. Again, I wish it were the 80s. Yeah, me too. But here we go. Here's 70s. Let's see what happens. Uh, a, 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 a TV show in space. A TV show in space. Lost in space. A TV show. No, a 70s. Oh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, no, next one. Uh, uh, Toothpicks in the Eyes movie. Oh, uh, I'll Clockwork Orange. Yes. Uh, uh, Charles Bronson movie. Uh, Equalizer. No. We just talked about it last week. Next one. You throw toast at the screen. Oh, Rocky Horror. Yes. Picture shot. The Italian Stallion. Boxing. Rocky. Yes. Pouring blood on. Yes. You put these on your feet and you go around in a circle. Roller skate. Yes. <laughs> 16 what was the first wait give Battlestar me Galactica oh, oh wow I didn't know what to say other than TV show in space yeah. yeah I could have gone Lauren Green that wouldn't have helped him though Cylon okay oh yeah you could say Cylon and then Death Wish was the other one you did Death yeah. Wish yeah I was fumbling with it uh, do you want to do 80s real fast yeah I'll give it to you though you're gonna give 80s to me okay here we go what's that 80s was done at least four times how many times has 70s been done 
twice. Twice. Three times. Three, Three times. Still haven't done this too much. All right, here we go. All right, then we'll get back to our real show. Here we go. Eighties. Go. Uh, they they sang Motown, but they were selling a fruit. Uh, uh, California raisins. Yeah. Um, oh, she punched a cop in the face. Uh, uh, She's one of the sisters. Ava Gabor. The other. Jaja. Yep. Um, oh, you play it. You hold it like with a strap. A you, guitar. Yep. Uh, not little, but big. Uh, they're the furry creatures on Endor in Star Wars the, in Return of the Jedi. Oh Jesus! Little they, guys. They're not tribbles. They're. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know what. They're. Uh, this guy started Hustler. Uh, Larry uh, Wart. No. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Flint. <laughs> Oh, the doctor. Uh, Dr. Vinny Bubat? No, no. He had five, six kids and he was a... Do- the doctor! What doctor do we talk about? Mr. Bill Cosby. Mr. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Damn it. What, what was the score? There was, I don't uh, even Garrett, please know. open up the door for our, uh, our guest here. Uh, Adam Caton Hollins just walked in. He's going to sit there quietly in a Doug Benson hoodie. <laughs> See how that affects play. Grown man trying to look like a child. Um, He's got a beard. He's balancing it out. Yeah, looks like a woodsman. Yeah, <laughs> woodsman to so make up for that youthful face. That that was a low, fourteen. We got fourteen on that one. Fourteen Ewoks, of course. What I didn't yeah. get, and the the world did. Yeah, I said Larry Wirt. Larry Wirt. I want to say is a, is a programming director of the <laughs> Loop back in the seventies uh, or eighties. Uh, and then, of course, the Cosby Show. I did not get. Uh, uh, yeah, you could have said I, I the, said doctor, the doctor was, who uh, rapes would have been helpful. <laughs> the doctor, doctor who rapes. That would have been unofficial doctor. subtitle of the Cosby Show. That would have been helpful. <laughs> doctor Lude. Doctor Lude would have been helpful. I got caught. I, I, I got to call me Doctor Lude. I got caught between trying to give a clue for the show and give a clue for him because I just felt like if I right. Well, you could you could have uh, you could have said. Uh, I said the doctor. He had five kids. You said six. Whatever, I, it, 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 it changed at some point. He was, it was four, I think, originally, right? Well, you got your Rudy. Yeah, well, you could have done this. You got your Vanessa. Yeah. yeah. You got your Theo. And you got your Denise. Denise and Sandra. And Sandra. Uh, Sandra, but Sandra didn't exist in the original uh, show. And then, and then there was a sixth young child. And that then brought they, in. well, that was Olivia. Denise's daughter or right. stepdaughter, right? Yeah, right. Adam is confirming. Is that Lisa Bonet's? Uh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That show was watchable, I guess, at some point, huh? <laughs> sure. I mean, it wasn't I any worse it than it as a kid. I think it holds up. You, you, there's no way it holds it, up. It actually, it does You're hold out up. of your mind. It holds it, up. It does hold you up. You watch it every night. I, there <laughs> was a time where I was going to buy the box set because it was like 30 bucks for the whole <laughs> se- series. And then you decided not to. And then I didn't do it. Why? Wow, hey, like something happened? <laughs> What's going on? Something going on? I'm not following the news. I just felt like shouldn't do it. Right? Racist. Yeah. Right, you only buy white TV shows. We're going to put it next to my Seinfeld TVs? No, i got to make a whole new shelf. Wow, dude. <laughs> God. Come on. Why is that bad? Why is that? Like, because we've said it a million times. You can get away with that bullshit. He but... got away with it just fine. We all seemed to know he was joking. No, I didn't like it. <laughs> Matt, Nobody... Matt believed that didn't he was like it. really good. It's too real. That's, that was he too is... racist. Yeah. He is from Nova, so there's a very good chance that he is. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, speaking of racism, Adam Caton Holland is here. He's a gentleman who doesn't care for the minorities. He makes that very clear in chapter four of his book, uh, Tragedy Plus Time, which uh, I just finished reading uh, two days ago, Adam. And uh, it's very, it's, uh, listen, I don't, I don't say this uh, negatively. It's a very quick read, mm-hmm. uh, very uh, you know, heavy topic, but uh, very digestible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, you, want that, you want that for the back of the, uh, the, the paperback? Is there time you to, ate his book? Still- <laughs> <laughs> very, very heavy topic, but very digestible. You're more than happy to put that on the back of the uh, paperback. New that's a quote. that's a review that you can use for your book or the restaurant you're opening, <laughs> or really anything. Or, uh, uh, horrible. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Right? Are we only 34 minutes in? Yeah, we started late because of dimwit. Uh, wait, no, no, no. That wasn't dimwit. Was it his fault? Yeah, he was going real slow. What's yeah? What was up? 
<laughs> the po- the power- Adam, you're, Adam, you're early, so don't feel like you're like we're making you wait. No pressure. I'm hanging out. I, uh, That's the first I've heard his voice, by the way. Matt, Matt very, That's actually, I heard it on Conan O'Brien. Very helpfully warned me that the power had gone out and I had to redo the cameras. I thought I'd given myself enough time to do that, but uh, it took a little longer than I expected. And so, so I guess in the future, you know, it doesn't take uh, four minutes. I well, he I gave himself. He that. gave himself like fifteen, but yeah, yeah fifteen should have been it. enough. Yeah, what happened though? You, 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 I, I know I what know. happened, if I may. Yes, sir. You started talking. <laughs> you started. In, in fairness, you get in here, right? It's exciting. You're talking, and you got caught up in a conversation. That's probably true. If Matt and I had not been in this room, you probably would have been able to do that in seven yeah, minutes. That's okay. And, and, and good I, call. In the future, we'll just leave every time. Hey, good in. call. Real good call. <laughs> in fact, could you text when you're on your way so we in, can not be in the, the room? Here's the thing. In the past, and the listener doesn't know this because this isn't recorded, but in the past when I have come in and been like, I can't talk, I get nothing but a hard time. So That's a good point. You, you, can't, you can't win. That's true, yeah. You can't win. Nothing but a hard time, though, is my favorite Motley Crue album. <laughs> First of all, you're talking about poison. <laughs> yeah, that's poison. Well, Motley Crue, they had to, you know, okay. going head to head. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> I thought I recovered nicely. By the way. Do you? <laughs> Do you really think that? <laughs> I wanted to say this when he was talking about the Cosby Show box set. If I can give you a, I would even gift this to you. The Cosby it, Show box set? No, no, no. I just noticed last night the entire Magnum PI series, oh, eight wow. seasons, is on iTunes for thirty-five dollars. Wow! I one of my favorite I, shows. I am not going to watch anything on my computer. No, you watch it on your Apple TV. What are you talking about? That's in a room that I don't watch uh, long-form television. Oh God! Really? Yeah. <laughs> you can't airplay it over to the TV of your choice. Maybe not. I guess you don't have an Apple TV over there. I don't have Apple TV on the the, the one in the living room. No. If I gave you an old Apple TV that's been sitting on my. Uh, TV stand and collecting dust, would you use it to watch Magnum P.I.? I would not, know. Magnum P.I., it's on Me TV or something. How can I get you into Magnum P.I.? I don't want question. to watch it. Why not? It's great. Yeah, it is great. God damn it. Adam, so you ever charming. watch Magnum P.I.? Not, I've grown up, I saw it a few times. Okay. I've gone, gone down the road. There's a microphone right there. There's a microphone Should right there. Th- sure, sure. Sure, you, you could pick that up and answer. There might be a switch. Uh, that I've seen a few. Flip a switch on there. Now you're in show business. <laughs> I've seen a few. Thank <laughs> you for asking. Enough with the microphone. Yeah, there we go. All right, thanks, Adam. All right, there we go. Uh, get his book. <laughs> Appreciate him coming in. Uh, Adam, were you attacked by those bugs at the front door on your way in? No, I missed the bugs completely. Really? Are they really? gone? Yeah, there were no bugs out there. I didn't see them either. I didn't see them either. These bugs are, they're freaking weird. Adam, go run and look at the door right now. Hold on, I'll go see these bugs. <laughs> All right, go take a look at the bugs. <laughs> All right, we're going to wait and we'll take our break as soon as Adam gets back. All right, yeah, go low. Go low, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that guy just won me over with that move. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I don't give a shit if he says one funny thing the rest of the show. I'm a fan for life because of that move. Yeah. And we don't fucking talk about it when he comes back here. That's private. No way. What I just said, yeah, you guys don't, don't give him any positive I don't want him. I don't want that. <laughs> sure, Do not I let totally him know that you him. like him. He's uh, not coming back. <laughs> That door's not that far away. The bugs, the bugs carried him away. Oh no! Seriously, why does it take him so? Probably because he's looking and he can't find them, so he's going to keep they going. Could have flown out the door. Oh, he, he also may have your... gotten stuck. That's oh, did he go outside? No, here he is. Did. did you see him? Yeah. They're weird, right? What do you think those are? As a guy from Denver, they look like baby <laughs> ants or or wasps or baby wasps. They look like flying ants, right? Yeah. Or baby wasps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. They have the stripes on the tail there. They're kind of orange. Those are scary. There were only two of them. I don't know That's what the infestation was like when <laughs> okay. you guys got here. There's there two. may have been three at one point. <laughs> oh wow! Glad I could come here after the it infestation. Was, oh, it was harrowing. <laughs> yeah. Save yourself. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go wasp, baby wasp, baby okay. wasp. Yeah. 
Yeah, with the stripes. I don't know a striped ant. I've never heard of that. That could be in the military. Yeah, right, ants marching. That's what Dave Matthews is uh, saying about, right? Yeah, sure. that's a military tribute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Trump uh, is going to play that at his parade. That was going to be the big intro. No, he did a big album in Red Rocks. Did you? Were you at that show? I was at that show. You what? No I way. was a DMB guy growing up. Oh I was boy. Oh, you two can get in the corner and drink each other off. <laughs> hey, here we go. <laughs> I've only recently come back around to publicly admitting it, but yeah. I'm, I'm super into it. They're coming to the bowl next week, I oh, think. Man, and nice. uh, very nice. Uh, so I'm going. I haven't been in over. 10 years to a show and uh so i've been listening to the music again trying to like reacclimate it's like when you go like if you're going to climb a mountain you have to do some high altitude you have yeah. to do some high altitude dmb listening to go to the concert and uh, Wait, so that's on the 10th september 10 i believe so yeah but that's right that's the beginning of rosh Hashanah, isn't it i know it's 9 11 eve well, of course <laughs> we call it and, you, and you know i'm busy getting the house ready you know that yeah you know that oliver's got to go to bed early yeah it's gonna be weird we're gonna have to put the kids to bed you gotta you know you want them to get some good rest because at yeah. 6 a.m i wake them up like i did on that very day <laughs> right. and we relive it from the in real time i think that's important <laughs> yeah. hey hey why does my mom keep calling they and weren't even Oliver, alive grandma's calling it's so weird that to them why is we've said different than any other night? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know like to them it's like pearl harbor was to us like we've said this before it's like our kids they don't they don't know they don't care get, they don't get it <laughs> nah they don't get what we went through right they don't get it they don't know the shit we saw that day they don't. <laughs> oh, all right adam kate and holland is here did a little slapstick for unnecessary reasons <laughs> yep. he's got a brand new book out called tragedy plus time but we're here to talk about DMB, right? That's, yeah, that's the only now that that's on the table, we're not going to talk about anything else. They send else. me in as the initial offering. I sort of warm up the city for them. Sure. Now, I'm gonna, Matt, I'm going to play a game with you. And I, by the way, there's a chance I'm wrong on this. Okay. But Adam could not get here till uh, one o'clock because he was at another podcast in Sherman Oaks. Is that still was that still accurate? This is accurate. Do you want to take a guess as to which one he did? I have a guess. I'm going to write mine down. You write yours down. Okay. This is so exciting. You don't know either. No, I don't. Uh, I'm going to take, I don't, the only one I could Shut think up. of. It's a new podcast that I have called DMB with Strangers. <laughs> oh, uh, you were doing on the street here? I rented Camaro and we put on the Serious Dave station. <laughs> yeah. And they, we just jam out. That's what I've been listening to, by the way. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how much I was like, uh, kind of dreading going to the show and I started listening to the station. I was like, holy shit, I'm psyched now. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be the worst night of my life. <laughs> you're not and I'm not going. <laughs> Uh, this is a long shot because I don't. Wait, anybody else want to guess what podcast he was doing? If, by the way, how are we not doing this? Bet on it. Let's go. Uh, there's a there's a theme song playing right now. I don't know if you can hear this. I'm holding up unnecessarily. I have a guess. All right, put your dollar in. I do not have a guess. You don't have a guess. You, 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 I, have, I have one, but I don't. Throw it in. Let's go. Put your dollar in. I. Put it in. <laughs> Just keep throwing dollars. I, at you. Hate, I hate my guess. All right, Probably so couldn't uh, think of anything else. Uh, all right, uh, Gary, uh, you got yours written down, Elliot. Uh, sure. Or just say yours out loud, whatever you want to do. I just typed mine in, in the notes. Okay, so you're in. We're all in. Yeah. Do we want to say them, or do we want him to just to reveal what it was? No, let's go around the room. Okay. All right. I, I, give us your best poker face. I don't want to know until it's all everybody's in. I'm going with Paul Gilmartin. I said the same thing. Mental illness happy hour. Yeah, I'm going with Paul Gilmartin. I went with mental illness happy hour. Oh God, I did not have that. <laughs> All right, here's my backup then. What's yours? Rock Solid. Rock ah. Solid is uh, not in Sherman Oaks. Studio City. Yeah. Studio City. All right. The I'm going to go with, uh, uh, if, 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 uh, as a backup, and this is, I do not win this, Okay. Uh, County Film Nerds. Oh, yeah. They don't, do, uh, they don't record in Sherman Oaks anymore, though. Oh, they don't? 
How many? I think it's Paul G. Martin. You Adam, guys, you guys know your Sherman Oaks uh, podcast. <laughs> hey, Paul G. Martin. All right, hey. having a real deal talk. So uh, real heavy. So you got the heavy shit out of your system. I'm happy to be here. Now you're just here to be a clown. <laughs> okay, good. Good. He puts your feet to the fire, doesn't he? He's, he's Come good. on, sad sack. Be more sad sacky. Uh, it was real real, guys. It was real yeah. real. You know, he's my best friend. He was Is in my he? wedding. Yes, he's uh, He's a sweetheart. Used to, it was very nice to meet him. One of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. And I mean that sincerely. I don't want anybody to think that I'm shitting on him or his show. Do I listen to it? No. You're fucking sad. <laughs> That's about to change, buddy. <laughs> Guess what? It's not here. Coming back. Wait, wait. Now, but now Elliot owes each of us 33 cents. It's you know very what? awkward. It's, it's, it's all even. Even he's... Oh, oh, here comes another one. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, We'll be back right after this. Hey, Matt. Last week's guest, uh, we talked a lot about the Andy Daly podcast pilot project. We did talk about that. He was here. Now, are you looking at a piece of paper that can confirm that is the correct order of words in that title? Yes. The Andy Daly podcast pilot project. Podcast pilot project. Got it. Uh, Tim and uh, our buddy Andy and our buddy Matt Gourley. They are sent tapes of- Tim? What? (laughs) Did you say Tim and Andy? No. I said him. I said- it's him, Andy. Oh, it's oh, okay, and it. our buddy Matt Corley. <laughs> Sorry, they are sent tapes of podcast pilots. And but who's Tim? There's no Tim, ass fuck. <laughs> I swear to God, we're on a tight squeeze here. All right, Tim and Andy are sent tapes of podcast pilots. As, as if <laughs> really sounds like you're saying Tim. I'm. I'm not. Oh, I'm not saying. It. I don't want to rile you up, but I... here is the premise for the podcast. Okay. Tim and Tim are sent tapes of pilot podcasts. So Andy's not even involved? He's out. Oh, my God. He's out. Tim's taking over. How is anyone going to listen to this? I have never. I've, only these times that I've said Tim on purpose have I said Tim. <laughs> okay. Other than that, I've never said Tim. Right. Anyway, here's what happens. They are sent tapes of podcast pilots as if they are all in consideration to become Earwolf podcasts. Really, all of these pilots are loosely scripted improv centered on Andy's characters. You've got uh, Dalton Wilcox. That's the cowboy poet. Yeah, the poet laureate of the West. Uh, you've got the theater director. Oh, uh, yeah. You could do this in the form of a quiz, and I would probably get... Uh, Don DeMello. Don DeMello. Thank you. Ventriloquist act. Ventriloquist act. That's a word Jimmy's mouth doesn't like. I don't know these guys. Gil and Golly? That's a new one, I think. Uh, health teacher Joe Bongo. <laughs> yep. And Scottish tour guide. Uh, Cameron McGonagall. Right. Hero fans have been asking for more episodes, and why not? It's very funny. Well, it's back. New batch. Season two is out now on podcast apps. Uh, Wherever you get your podcasts, right? Like you don't have to use Stitcher. You can use Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever you want. Yeah, it comes out on September 6th. Or Google Podcasts. Which means it's out. They have their own thing now. They do? Yeah, Google finally made their own podcast app. Oh, great. Well, go get it there then. For Android. Uh, Listen, you guys all know Andy. You know his Comedy Central show. You know know his acting. He pops up like... You get it. Andy Daly. Subscribe to the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project and Stitcher Apple Podcast. I've just been told Google. Sure. Wherever you listen, you're going to get a new pilot every Thursday. Uh, listen to this thing. It's got friends of the show on there. And of course, listen, we, you, you know, know, Andy. We don't need to sell you on this. It's Andy Daly. He's yeah. the best. Go listen. To, well, he's second best. We're the best. <laughs> uh, anyway, go listen to it. Good luck. It could only be Harry's for that shave. I. You know, here's what happened with Harry's today. Let me tell you something about Harry's. You ready? Are you using an electric razor? Because yeah. that's not Harry's. Uh, I missed. I shaved the day with, yeah. with, with my Harry's lotion. Yeah. I missed this little area right there. Yeah, right below the lower lip. And it's driving me nuts. I hate that. Nice, it's, clean shave. It's hard to get. That's the hardest spot, I think. Or the corners of the mouth, maybe, are the hardest for me. Uh, I get into a nice blade. 
right sure. there. Oh, you use a blade? I just was going, just was going a little fast. Just missed right there. Yeah. And it, it's probably, by the way, it's probably one hair. So you go down on that part because I, I go up. Oh, stop part. talking. You don't like that? Stop talking. I cut myself every time. Of course you do, don't you? <laughs> well, but I don't understand how to go down from the lip. I don't want to cut my lip. Like this. Where's that? Where's the... No, I mean, I, I can picture what you would do. Where did our blades go? I don't know. I think we gave them to Garen. Garen, where's our Harry's? We don't have time for searching the office for them. Just you just use a pen and pretend it's a razor. I wanted to do it right now. Use the bag of corn friends clip. I wanted to shave you assholes. <laughs> Jimmy, this is an incredible waste of time. I know what you mean. You just go like this. I know you know what I mean. I'm telling you, I wanted to shave. Why oh, you wanted to actually do it. I wanted it. to actually do it. Uh, I see. So you can't just use a pen? And I'm sorry, am I wasting your time? You were the one busting my balls for taking too much time in the other ad. Yeah, the other thing was dumb. <laughs> uh, anyway, Harry says a nice job. I pay no attention to the fact that I just spent 12 minutes talking about how it didn't help. Uh, I, I, that was that's user error. That's user, it's user error. Yeah, that's not the blade's fault. Don't blame the blade. Don't blame the carpenter, blame the dough. The poor carpenter blames his tools. That's exactly right. Now, Harry's founders know a great shave. Yeah, Harry's got it. Uh, you don't like it, you're going to get a full refund as long as you let them know within 30 days. They've created a $13 value trial set that comes with everything for a close, comfortable shave. Ergonomic handle, mm-hmm. five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover. You can claim yours by going to harrys.com slash pardo. That is harrys.com slash pardo. Uh, we love Harry's here. Everybody in this room uses it. Everybody's happy with it. Harry's is the way to go. Again, go to harrys.com slash pardo. Harry's.com slash pardo. Harry's the only way to shave. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2304. Adam Caton Holland is here. There's no L in that. Caton. Don't. Uh, no, it's not. I, I would imagine that happens a lot. All the time. Ah, on marquees. Anyway, it's the worst. <laughs> they, they even screwed up uh, the billboard. Oh, every time it's in a gig and that, that happens, I take a photograph. It's like, I hey, beat me to the gig again. Yeah. <laughs> this guy always snakes my gigs. Uh, he's good, though. He's very good. You ever good, see Clayton man. Holland? <laughs> that guy's great. The best. A lot of a lot of pratfalls. Clayton Holland sounds like a pitcher, like, like a major league pitcher. Because of Clayton Kershaw? Do you think that's why that? God damn it. That's exactly why that <laughs> might be. Well, yeah. You're mad at me over this? I am. I was hoping for the, the casual fan to not really know what that was about. but I don't think you did. No, I didn't. I just felt like it sounded familiar. Yeah. First instinct, best instinct. Exactly. Now, speaking of baseball, our friend here, Adam, is a huge Rockies fan. I oh, yeah. said it, buddy. Rockies right. have the chance <laughs> to make the uh, playoffs. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. Uh, they're half game out. It's a real, real dog fight in the NL West. Half game out of that uh, second wild card. Correct. No, half game out of the first in the division. They are not. Yes, they are. The Colorado Rockies. <laughs> They're ahead of the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> Hang on. You're telling me. Well, of course, we're recording this uh, a week in advance. A week in advance. Yeah. So, so anything could happen. Yeah. So but I'm, I guarantee by the time this drops. Oh, do you you're really? Full of shit. <laughs> well, you haven't checked your bullpen lately. Now, wait. Matt Holiday's back on the team. He is. 38-year-old Matt Holiday coming in like a truck. I love it. Right, Matt Holiday, by the way, who uh, basically uh, was out of baseball. He was a, uh, uh, doing a commentary. Mm-hmm. They said, you know what? You know what we need? Not, we don't need a guy from the minor leagues that might have some uh, <laughs> ability left in him. Let's get the guy out of the booth. We need old knees in this clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good uh, clubhouse guy, right? He is. Isn't that the and real? he hit a homer the other night. He's contributing already. It's Yeah, they're, they're a young team. So, you know, back when we made the playoffs 150 years ago, they brought in Jason Giambi for the same purpose right. so there's that sort of model in colorado and that's yeah it's great it's good to have him back it's good to have ollie back mm-hmm. really is good to have ollie back just <laughs> loping around left field <laughs> 
Well, that's the Dodgers have Matt Kemp is the same. Situation. But Matt Kemp's Matt having Kemp's a, a resurgent, great. amazing. Year. I know, but I still I went to a game and like he can barely walk. His, his yeah. knees he, are horrible. He can hit though. He used to be yeah. a thirty thirty guy, right? And now I think he maybe he might have four stolen bases. If yeah. it's four, if it's more than four, I'm very serious. I'll give you all five dollars. Wow. If it's more than four, can we get on? That? What, what time? <laughs> yeah, let's. In what? what? This, this, for the this season? season? That is career, you asshole. <laughs> I just no said even, he used to steal 30 a year. Why would he even attempt to steal a base now? Gotta make the moves. Gotta save some nation baseball. That's <laughs> what, why. What's his name again? Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't like the Dodgers very much. I've spent the last three summers in LA and, and been inundated with Dodger stuff, and I'm a Colorado Rockies fan. I love listening to Vince Scully. That was great. What a treat. Mm-hmm. But no, not my team. Wait a minute. You had the great Wayne Hagen for a lot of years. <laughs> we did have Wayne I Hagen. I love Wayne Hagen. I don't think he compares to Vince Scully, but yeah. He's, you know he's what's right. weird? I'd prefer Wayne Hagen. Wow. No one's ever said that ever. <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm an outsider when it comes to Vin. I, I didn't buy into the Vin. I, uh, I got bored with him very easily. I don't know. I listened to one game where it was like some World War II memorial, that date. And in between every batter, he would just go on these long, poetic <laughs> tales of like men felled on beaches. And you're just like, is this is he even paying attention to the game? Nope. I, he's a storyteller. Yeah. He's a storyteller. Yeah, I enjoyed him. Uh, I, I, I don't deny he was great. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. I prefer the blandness of a Wayne Hayden. <laughs> Can I tell you about my Colorado, Colorado Rockies fandom? They reached out to me recently. We have a relationship now, me and the organization. Oh, boy. And they were like, every year we send some dipshit, I swear on this podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, down to, to fantasy camp, usually like a DJ or a journalist. We were talking around here. We want to send you. So they're going to send you to fantasy camp. We're going to fantasy camp. Their treat wow. in February. And they're just like, you know, tweet about it, joke about it. Like, we uh, we see you out there supporting us. Good stuff, dude. And they're sending me to fantasy camp. That's incredible. I got to get in shape. I got to start swinging. Did, yeah. you, did you, you didn't play baseball. I did through high school, but I quit. Did. I didn't play into college. But yeah, I played played until I was eighteen. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's not in the book. <laughs> Is that in the book? <laughs> Got to leave some stuff out of the book for a sequel. Adam Kane Holland's high school baseball career. <laughs> that's book two. <laughs> From JV to varsity, a hero's journey. <laughs> that's gonna be amazing, though. Like you're gonna get down I'm there. I'm so excited. And it's a bunch of dudes that are a they're rich, so they can afford to do fantasy camp. Right. They have some ability because they want to do this, mm-hmm. right? There's very few that just suck. But they're also, I think, older than me by and large. By I think they're men in their 50s, 60s doing this. Sure. Like retired age okay. men. Mm-hmm. And I'm 38. So I'm going in there. <laughs> You're going to go in hot. Oh, I'm ACL tears. I'm going to keep those like stats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. I can't. So what uh, What Rockies will be down there? Will, will a Jeremy Giambi be down there? Je- good Lord. No, it's all the like vets. It's all the retired guys. I'm He's ho- retired? Well, but he never played for the Rockies. I thought he did. My apologies. No, but I mean, Jeremy I love, played for the A's. I love your deep bench, though. Um, I'm hoping Dante Bichette will be there. Player's choice. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, the, 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 the uh, what was it? Bichette Castilla. He's dead, right? No, he's a coach in the organization. Oh, you know who died? Ken Kennedy died. He I, died. I'm confusing yeah. with Vinny Castilla. Uh, Vinicio is his first name. Vinicio Castilla. And who was the first? Was Helton the third? No, no you're talking about the Blake Street Bombers. It was. It was. Uh, no, it was Vinny Castilla, Dante Bichette, Larry Walker, Larry Walker. and Ellis Burks. Those Ellis were the- Burks, former uh, Boston Red Sox, former White Sox, one of my favorite White Sox players of all time. 
That was a great team. That was before, that was the altitude bloated Rocky days where they just hit <laughs> bombs 40 apiece. Each one of those guys hit 40 home runs, yes. which is like, okay, this is clearly altitude. Mm-hmm. But uh, since they've they've installed a humidor since then, it's a level playing field. We're a whole new team. Oh, I didn't yeah. know they did that. Yeah, they, they oh, keep the ball in a humidor like, a, like cigars, uh-huh. and it sort of like saturates them. They don't travel as, as they used to. Yeah. They do the same in Phoenix. Yes, they do. They cool. do. And there's chatter of them doing it in Houston, which makes no sense to me because it doesn't seem like Houston's. Yeah, I don't think any, there's many problems there you need yeah, to fix. I don't know why they're. Uh, Houston was super humid. No, pardon me. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. What, uh, what position did you play in, in high school? Uh, I was shortstop and I pitched a little bit. No, oh, it's going to be good to get you back out there. I'm gonna, I can't wait. I'm going to tear him. I'm going to have a fucking Tommy John afterwards. <laughs> How'd it go? Well, see the cast? But they say I come back with increased velocity. So. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be great. I envy you. I bet you could do it if you just started tweeting like I did compulsively at your chosen organization and, and literally wore them down into giving me a well, first pitch. you have pitch. an in with the White Sox. I do have an in with the White Sox. I could, uh, I got, well, I got two wins. I also threw out the first pitch and that's right. we have a relationship with them, but not, but Chicago's a big, that's not Denver. <laughs> Denver's getting bigger. I Shut think up. it's hillbilly <laughs> town in a, in a mountain. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Um, okay, how many stolen but that's bases? A, let me ask you. Hang on. Okay. Let me ask you a question though, because here's this is where me still being an insecure idiot would play into it. I wouldn't want to do it alone. I would want a buddy to be there with me because I'm gonna suck. Yeah, and I and I'm not gonna be as I do whenever I do a celebrity golf outing, which is uh, very few and far between these days, uh, for several reasons. I'm not a celebrity, <laughs> and I'm also not a celebrity. Okay, um, I'm not a good enough golfer to uh, to carry a team, and I'm not famous enough, so I'm so uncomfortable being there. So if I was down at fantasy camp as Comedian Jimmy Pardo is here. Oh, God. I would, I, I'm not going to be funny to those. Uh, yeah, you're not rich. in the mood to do that. Yeah, you just want to hang out and enjoy the experience. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're fucked. I know some, <laughs> I know some comics in Phoenix, so at night I can go out with those guys and blow off steam. Okay. But yeah, I didn't even think about that. I hope they don't expect me to be on all goddamn day. They just want you to tweet out about it, it sounds like. It sounds like. I mean, they're sending like journalists in the past, so I don't think those guys are like, hey, it's me in the journalism show. <laughs> you're right. I, I'm sure it can, I can just be normal. Well, the other guys might not even, yeah, they might not know your story. You like. know, they just hit, they just sent me there to hit doubles. They just want me to send it, it into the alley. Just a little slap hitter? Just get on base, score a run. Uh, tell them that you're like a retired Silicon Valley entrepreneur. <laughs> just be like, yeah, I made a billion dollars. I invented ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who invented ways? Who do you think did that? Who's the genius behind ways? I bet there's some neighborhoods that would like to hang that dude. <laughs> there's no question. Yeah. There is no question. Used to be nice little quiet neighborhoods. Now they're just shortcuts for ways. My neighborhood is that. My neighborhood's very quiet, but not in front of my house. My 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 street does not help you at all. Oh, but hold on. Your hang door, your door bell says something differently. <laughs> Everybody looked at just a parade of cars going past. Uh, so glad I installed that camera. <laughs> I uh, I did complain to the uh, homeowner association. I said, we got to put some speed bumps in because this is getting stupid. There's, mm-hmm. It doesn't affect my house. Right. I'm worried about the rest of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Also, big news in my neighborhood, guys. What's up? Uh, the city council had a big vote this week. Uh, Rodeo Road. Mm-hmm. Not Rodeo Drive. Right. Rodeo Road, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, as uh, uh, Oliver Jones, who is uh, Clementine Jones' father, who is a friend of my son's, it goes between MLK, Martin Luther King Drive, and Jefferson, this particular road. Mm-hmm. Rodeo Road goes between MLK and Jefferson. They're changing the name to what? Any guesses? I know. I saw this on the local news yesterday. Oh, did you see it? I did. Oh, is it... Uh, Barack Obama? Barack Bo- uh, Obama Boulevard. Love it. Obama Soul. Boulevard. In. 
And that's going to be that's the that's just, you know you know where that's at it's yeah that's my house yeah it's on, wow. I mean, it's, it's Baldwin Hills I'm so ex- it's so exciting it's exciting it is exciting really cool. wait it was Jefferson like Thomas Jefferson Boulevard and, and then and M- kind of MLK weird, right? MLK's yeah. over here and then Jefferson's yeah. here and Barack's the connective tissue <laughs> yeah. between yeah. TJ and okay all it's right one half MLK one half Jefferson yeah that's, that's what they right. say about him <laughs> that's what they've always said that's what they've always said about him that's cool because I always hated that it was called rodeo. And then there's the famous Rodeo Drive. I'm so glad that those jokes are gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, you don't need to now deal with that anymore. Now there's different jokes. Oh, over there on the Black Guy Street. It's going to be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of hillbillies. Drone strike jokes. <laughs> it's going to be awful. Uh, all right. Matt Kemp in 2018... I'm going to say he's Wait, got 19 home runs. Did you did you say if he if he has four steals all season? I said if he has more than four. More than four. Okay. So there's a chance he has seven. If he has more than four, I'm going to give you all five dollars in 2018. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and this I'm guessing he has season. 19 home runs. That's my guess. Does he have 19 home runs? He has 18 home runs. All right. Well, you know he's going to hit one today. That's my prediction. 69 RBI. <laughs> Up top. Yeah, that's just a big win for everybody, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. And how many stolen bases? Zero. Wow. Aha! <laughs> All right. That's, yeah, that's decidedly less yeah, than five. It is. I'm so, telling you, I was sitting in left field and he was hobbling out there. It was painful to watch. He has less than five since 2016. Is that right? Do you have the NL West standings over there for Jimmy to sniff around in? <laughs> <laughs> he had one in 2016, one in, oh wait, there's three 2016s on here. Well, he played for three different teams. Okay, so we had two in 2016. All right. Zero in 2018. Well, it's good to have him back. Good to have him back. He, he, by the way, of those 18 home runs, I'm going to say he hit 15 of them before the All-Star break. He's fall, He's really fallen apart. Uh, I think he's hit 11 of them against the Rockies. Yeah. I, I don't like seeing that guy come to plate. Uh, you're you're going to be fine at the second half. Yeah, I think we're all right. You're going to be fine at the second half. He's uh, he's really, he's, he's the Matt Kemp that the Dodgers tried to unload in the offseason. And then he came out of the box like, holy shit, Matt Kemp's back. And he carried the team. Yeah. And now he's, uh, maybe he's just sinking them. Rest them up. Maybe just, you know, if they make the playoffs, he can. Or go to a, maybe one of the, uh, maybe Rick Monday came out of the booth like Matt Holiday style. <laughs> <laughs> and he could uh, save the team. It's a shot half. in the arm that they yeah, need. Sure. The old Monday <laughs> bump. My dad doesn't like Rick Monday because he thought he gloated too much. Remember when he saved the American flag from being set on fire? I, I somebody doing it in the outfield or some, something some like that some guys were in the outfield yeah. uh, some hippies were out there this is the 70s and they were lighting the flag on fire and Rick Monday went and grabbed it and saved it okay. wow yeah. but then my dad claims that he gloated too much about it <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing like did he do a press tour about the, the saving my the guess world? is they asked him about it once right. and then the news talked about it non-stop and, and my dad yeah, put yeah, the blame yeah. on Rick Monday right. I don't know about these soldiers coming home from Normandy pretty cocky don't you think <laughs> <laughs> they walk around like there's something special Special. You know, there's also a chance my dad was the '70s. I might misunderstand this. Like, but my dad may have sided with the hippies at that point because it was the sure. My dad was that perfect age. Well, I mean, it it is our right as Americans if we want to burn a flag, we can burn a flag. Love it or leave it, asshole. I you just can't kneel for it. Yeah, I went to uh, I went to high school in Concord, Massachusetts, a famous uh, location of the Revolutionary War, and a kid in my class. Uh, burned a flag on the in the town square and conquered one day really yeah as a political statement about the gulf war i think how'd that go over uh, someone took a picture of him and uh, that was it made the paper <laughs> yeah did wow. local and local paper are his keys louder than usual today i think he's are got they? that mic on yeah i think they're a little loud oh i'm typing quick yeah it's a Pulling up video of the guy saving the flag you got it yeah all right here show the show the boys 
And then forget I ever said show the boys. <laughs> wow, I don't think I've ever seen this. This there, like, there comes Rick Monday. How dare you? He wow. swoops it up. I just went to something else. By the way, it, it's like a long. It's, it's over. So you it's have over. a pop-up window. I don't know how to tell you any more clearly. <laughs> oh, that's my bank account. <laughs> that's your bank account? What's could, up, bank? Could, could you just focus overdrew. on this show a little bit? <laughs> Seriously, what are you, balancing your checkbook over there? No, something happened to my account. There he's walking oh, now it's gone back to yeah. Lasorda. Yeah, they're eating a meatball, probably. Boy, yeah. He's never not there. Every Dodgers game I've ever went to, yep. sort of like, does he have anywhere else to go? <laughs> I wish he did, because I do not care for him. Thank you. Someone has the balls to say oh, it. Oh, God, no. Pass. Hard pass. <laughs> By the way, that footage of the the saving the flag, uh, that looked like it was filmed with the camera from the moon landing. Yeah. It was so terrible. <laughs> it was well, Bigfoot footage. <laughs> it was what? 76, right? Yeah. Spirit of. Trombones. <laughs> we got a lot for 76. Sure. sure. This is a year. Bicentennial. Uh, that's our 200th anniversary of this great land of ours. This land is your land. This land is my land. Uh, let's check in with the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk. That's sponsored by DogPal.com. That's Garen Cockrell. Hello, Garen. Hello. How's it going over there today? You're doing, oh, it seems like you're on fire today. Doing good. Doing yeah. well. Your heart got a little jump from that spider last night, so it seems oh, to yeah. have uh, given you some life. Yeah. Kickstart my heart with a spider. If you bring up Motley Crue, what the more fuck time, is up with you and Motley Crue all of a sudden? <laughs> is that Motley Crue? Adam's gonna be like, "What's with that metalhead?" Never not funny. Guys won't shut up about Motley. Pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy. <laughs> it's literally the first time he's ever mentioned anything remotely related to and metal. And that's three. That's three Motley yeah. Crue. I did not know that was a Motley Crue song. I swear. I just... That's how in the zone you are. <laughs> kickstart, kickstart my heart. Horrible song. Horrible. Uh, how trivia go the other night? Oh, we won handily. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, remember last week you got your ass kicked. So maybe you dropped the attitude no, a little bit. We don't need to bring that up again. I do because I didn't like your attitude. You're like my dad and Rick Monday. You pissed me off. <laughs> was your ex there on Tuesday? No. Uh huh. No. So. See? Oh, I heard. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> What's Wait, going on with you two? I don't know. What? I was. I. I What's that? happening? Can you tell a story about that? I did, but I don't think that. I was just saying that the last time you played against your ex. I don't think it was a butt. slam on you, Garen. I think no, he was I, actually trying to point out that he your was ex saying, wasn't there. Maybe you weren't in your head. You got oh, your ass kicked. No, I'm just saying now he knows how it feels to have somebody show up and, and steal what you're supposed to be good at right after one of you. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. All right, Adam doesn't know what we're talking about. Now. I love it, though. I can, I'm picking up on the real deep longings underneath all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened. Uh, this guy and his boyfriend broke up, but they still uh, occasionally will go to trivia night. And they usually play as a team. A couple of weeks ago, this, uh, his ex showed up with his new lover mm. and uh, competed against them and humiliated them. <laughs> That'll absolutely get in your head. Are you yeah. Of yeah, course it will. Of course, yeah. And then last week, this gentleman here uh, goes to a uh, annual password mm-hmm. tournament. Okay. Tournament. And second time ever. Second time ever. Last year, he and his lady friend were a team. Yeah. They have since split. This year, he shows up. She shows up with somebody else. Not a not a, a mutual not a friend. A mutual friend. Just a, oh, that's not, right. Not a mutual friend. Oh, okay. How did how did they do and how did they, you do? They, they, they well, beat them. <laughs> I was out in the first round and they won the whole thing. God, that's but, the same story as mine. Except except the difference is I don't think I had the emotional reaction that you did. I think you're wrong. Now, whose show was that though? Was that was that her event or was that your event? It was neither of our events. Yeah, I think oh, okay. I think it was their event. Yeah, we oh, we, okay. we the first time it ever happened, we went together, and then uh, I I was happy that they won. No Second event time. will ever be our event. <laughs> uh, the lesson here is don't break up. Yeah. Stick together. together. You've been Work with your wife how long? 150 years. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's not realistic. Um, no, we're about two years married in November, but we've been together maybe six years. Mm. Yeah. Got a kiddo on the way. Congratulations. Congratulations. When's the baby due? In November. 
of this year of this year we just hit the third trimester yesterday mm. nice. yeah. and you guys still, you're still up in denver right yep i stay in denver i come here for that tv show act like a dipshit for a summer and then i get out <laughs> scram yeah live in denver right. your wife's name i want to say katie yeah katie there we go i read the book she took my last name so it's katie kate in holland nice yeah no big deal <laughs> it's got a good ring to it thank you yeah well, you didn't do anything. I, mean, you I did a lot. <laughs> I did everything. Really it was her choice. Do. She was like, I'm going to go ahead and marry this guy and take this name. Wasn't her choice. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, part of the prenup. Oh, <laughs> oh, that sweet, true TV money? Oh, yeah, buddy. You don't want her touching that? Don't come at my court TV money. <laughs> uh, all right, Gary, anything else going on over there we need to talk about? Uh, uh, we're in the, our favorite shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I like that shirt. We like that shirt. We all like that shirt. Yeah, I like it a do. lot. I wear it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Some would say too much. Probably. That's possibly. Did you say too? Did, oh, he's wearing that shirt that we like, but he no, I was, too much? I was talking about Dave Matthews Band, and that's one of those songs that's called Too Much. Too Much! Yeah, I think you were confused. Yeah. Too Much! Where do you fall on that song, by the way? Too Much. Too, too Much, much it's right? Too much. It's not good. But see, to me, if he doesn't play that, I'm pissed <laughs> oh, off. Really? Yeah. Yes, I like 12 songs. No, that's not one of the good songs you should like. Ones. I'm glad, I'm glad my, you like it, but. That was my intro album to Dave Matthews. That's the, is that on Under the Table and Dreaming? No, no. it's the... Uh, or These Crowded Streets? Crash. I think it's on Crash. Oh, it's on Crash, it's on you're crash. right. A, which yeah. is like so out of tune with that album. It is. Too Much is a Everything spastic is song. <laughs> it's way too aggressive. In an ugly video. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Too Much! Too Much! And all these... Warehouse, some fucking, Two Steps, some Dancing Nancys. Yes, yes. Now we're in the zone. We're talking the same language. That's the pocket. Hike up your skirt out of Show your so world creepy. to me. <laughs> yeah, that's such a... <laughs> only only that guy could get away with such creepy lyrics and make it like girls love that song after that he says in a boy's dream but for a long time i thought he said in boyd's dream oh, the name uh, of the of the violin, violin guy player who who got now been he's no longer in the group because of sexual harassment oh, is that why stuff. he's out you told us that yeah. yeah so it's even creepier when you say in boyd's, boy's dream, dream. Mm-hmm. so enjoy that at the bowl oh man <laughs> there's a, like like a two percent chance they play that one right like right. i was trying to tell jimmy like i know he loves that song i was trying to convince them to go but i can't promise that they'll play that i'm not going so no, i know you don't not. think they're gonna play crash into me Nah, they won't can i tell you a 90s nostalgia story that's like of heartbreak like that i just went and saw counting crows with my wife they're okay. on tour yeah you know i'm 38 so every band that i loved is now t- celebrating their 20th anniversary it's like <laughs> the nostalgia tour they're making the bucks we're going to see counting crows didn't play Mr. Jones. No. What? And I no. have never seen more furious people Jesus. leaving the Pepsi Center or the can, as they <laughs> woefully call it. Yeah. Didn't play Mr. Jones. No. That's unforgivable. And no. that, that, that Adam, I can't remember his last Duritz. name. Duritz. is yeah. very, you know, he's an artiste. He sure. does what he wants to do. I read interviews that he's like, I don't play that every night so that I, when I do play it, it's special to me. But Fuck man, you. people were so livid. That, it's not about you, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's not, on a nostalgia tour, not about you. Yeah, hundred, yeah, not yeah. about you. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, and cool. I wasn't as pissed off as anybody else because I was like, listen, we're all seeing the Counting Crows tonight. Yeah, there's like, like five or six great songs on that first album, yeah, I think. They're fine, but this is a guilty pleasure all around. Yeah, Just enjoy right, the experience. Right. But, but, if, but a guilty pleasure means you want to hear the one song. And they did their second encore and everyone's like, well, here sure it's going, going to be. Of course, this is, <laughs> like, yeah. No. Still no, huh? Oh, God. Yeah. That, that I sucks. genuinely love the Counting Crows. Yeah. yeah we know you. I it's do, too. not guilty pleasure yeah. for me. It's. I was a freshman in college yeah. in that album. Hell yeah. So um, it was totally. But, but okay. Did they play around here? Yeah, they played Long December. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, they played most of the hits. They you played would everything but the. Literally, that was the one omission. He's Glaring also, omission. Yeah, but he's a guy, correct me if I'm wrong, because you were at the show. 
he's a guy who will murder like he will murder his own song while singing it like he will change everything about the way it's sung to the point that you he definitely interprets his own material yeah, loosely i can't stand that. but it, I, he was good they were dialed oh, okay, in it was okay. a good performance cool, cool. his hair looking like these days <laughs> exact same the exact same that's a slash wig isn't it he's, he's <laughs> a slash wig yeah. it's gotta be I got you know the story about how slash it. hasn't had that hair in like 20 years i did not at all he has a hat with the Oh man! So into it. Why are they selling those at the stadium? He's got a ball cap and a top hat with it in. <laughs> He's got two, two like head merkins. <laughs> yep. Wow. Crazy. What? Uh, I don't know all of the of their oeuvre. Yeah. Um, but I, Mr. Jones, it's got a higher register. Do they do a lot of songs in that register? Or is it? Could it be that he doesn't want to sing? That no, it, I, it's a very charitable view. But no, he was hitting every note he's capable of hitting. It was just a choice. Yeah, he's he's a dick. I'm gonna say it right here. He's a dick. All right, man. There's a slow version of that song that is fantastic. Mr. Of Jones. Mr. Jones. Yeah. See, I don't want to hear it any other way. I want to hear it the way it's meant to be. But I'm trying to remember. There's another song on that album that I love. Yeah. Um, Round Here was a banger. (laughs) Sullivan Street's a great one. Omaha's a great one. Murder of Crows is a great one. Or Murder of One, sorry. I might have the greatest hits. I think that is... Uh, I, I had that first album. There's no doubt about it. I was surprised by how many songs I knew. My wife was more into it than I was. I love Counting Crows. I'm not ashamed of that, but she I, she knows everything, like you. But I knew I knew most of the songs. Who, who I heard opened of, that show, Adam? Uh, live. Whoa. I think, I think of that one great show, Throwing Copper. Throwing Copper was that album. Yeah. Um, live brought it. They were pretty fired up. It was a bit, I couldn't believe, I mean, the Pepsi Center is a big stadium. The Nuggets play there, and it was sold out completely. Yeah. Live yeah. does the placenta song, right? song with placenta in it? Uh, maybe. Maybe. They've got like four good songs. Anybody live? like that? I think, but the four or five live songs are that you like are, wow. Anybody happy with this sentence at all? <laughs> we know what you mean. We got Holy crashes. Lightning crashes, right. I Alone, That's which might be the same song. I Alone. Yeah, they all kind of When Dolphins together. Cry, I like, and La- Lacuna's Soil or something like that. Oil, maybe? Don't know that one. I was trying I to think, think of... Anna Begins by Counting Crows. Oh, yeah. Great song. song. Yeah. Kind of a deeper one, but I, I don't know. They did it. Did they do it? I don't know. It was. I've been doing all that. I did Weezer and the Pixies this summer. I'm just, it, I'm 17-year-old Adam's real happy. <laughs> yeah. My wife loves Weezer. They were a good live show. I got to say, like Cuomo, he brought it. At one point, he did a costume change into like a sailor outfit. And then there was this boat that they like pulled into the middle of the audience, and he did two acoustic songs on the boat. On the boat, nice. It's showmanship. I like that. <laughs> showmanship, Adam. Damn right it is. I saw take on, including a cover of "Take on Me," and everyone's like, "Great." He had everyone put their cell phone lights on him, and it was just this quiet "Take on Me" in the middle of the stadium wow. in a boat. Sounds great. Yeah, right. I went to see AJR this summer, and he came out first, Rivers Cuomo, and did. Five or six songs, just him and a guitar, like unannounced. What the fuck? Was that at the Troubadour? It was at the, uh, not the, maybe the, I don't know. It was a smaller, Okay, not the Troubadour though. But yeah, just no. That's bizarre. Notice. Hey, here's Rivers Cuomo. Just walks out with a guitar, plays a few songs, and then he came out later and sang the song he does with them. I have a legit question. I'm not trying to be funny. Is he related to the broadcaster uh, Cuomo from uh, CNN? Chris Cuomo? Yeah. Chris Cuomo? I enjoy I that. I think, think that so. guy's good. I like him. I don't know, though. I mean, he's one of the enemy of the people. Let's not forget that. He's a broadcaster. <laughs> sure. News. He's an enemy. Well, then there's there's Mario Cuomo, who was the governor of New York. Enemy! And his son, uh, 
mayor of he's going up against that uh cynthia nixon, cynthia nixon. nixon. apparently i got housed yesterday and according to my twitter feed uh, yeah. according to the channels i subscribe to uh, yes yeah it's interesting uh, uh, the different takes on that particular uh you know from the far left uh, she destroyed him from the more moderate it was uh, pretty uh, pretty even which is probably the right view. I'm going to say it's more of that. Yeah. But my lefty soft view, like feet was just like, <laughs> it's a bloodbath. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I I think I have that same feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, there we go. My echo chamber was decidedly Team Nixon. <laughs> yes. Here's what I know about Rivers Cuomo. Is the only thing I know about him. Other than the I'm asking if he's ready to the Chris Cuomo. I don't know. He's going to look that look up. Like it. But right. I will tell you that at the height of their success, Weezer's success, he uh, just in, in, enrolled in Harvard University. Is that right? Do you remember That's that? That's totally right. He pulled a Mayambialic? <laughs> he just was like, I'm going to go to Harvard now. He pulled a Danica, not Danica Patrick. Who's the girl from uh, uh, Danica McKellar. Oh, yeah. That's right. McKellar. That's right. Pulled a McKellar? Yeah. I think I, I, I'm obsessed with Weezer, but only those first two albums. Yeah. And I think they were this amazing breakout hit. Rick Ocasek produced them. They're like, man, who are yeah. these guys? Yeah. Then they do second album, Pinkerton, which was kind of altier, grungier. Yeah. No one wanted that from them. Right. The rule as a band is you got to do the second album, the exact same third album to part. Mm-hmm. They went too early, and he's such a sensitive little guy to press the hell out of him, and he's like, I'm out. Really? I'm just out. I can't take it. And he bowed out for like six years, yeah. went to Harvard. Came back. It's like I'm only making hits now. Yeah, and everyone's like, "We wish we miss the old yeah. guy." I mean, now he's a weirdo. I know. Yeah, he just like overdoes it with the poppy. He's like, <laughs> like obsessed with the perfect pop song formula, and he only yeah. makes hits, and it's they're hits. But I, and I love pop music, but I can't stand when people are like like lean too far into that. Like I just don't like Beverly Hills. That song is I know crazy to me. I think a, a certain part of Rivers Cuomo died <laughs> right. in, at, after Pinkerton's yeah, reception, just, and he couldn't, and he uh, can't go back into that part yeah. of himself. Meanwhile, that album is now considered like a classic. Exactly. So I don't know why he's so upset. People I know. Get over it, Rivers. More Pinkerton stuff. <laughs> Come on, yeah. More Pinkerton stuff. Can't I apologize back. for not being present during that. I'm just right. turning off the ring alerts on my uh, phone no. so that I don't keep getting buzzed over here. Yeah. I no apologize. worries. I'm I'm indulgently talking about my 90s, guys. I, I apologize. I also didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be very clear. That was perfect timing that I had to deal mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Because I get enough Weezer talk at home. Got it. Yeah, I, I got it. I didn't realize Danielle was so into that. Yeah, she loves Weezer. Big yeah. fan. I know she loves Green Day. She does like Green Day. Yeah. I went to see them in concert with her. as a very good, nice uh, boyfriend. I think it was a boyfriend at the time. And you also went to the Broadway thing, didn't you? The the American Idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that was great. Yeah. I didn't what the it. fuck? I just turned you off. Put it in a drawer and then shut that drawer. Okay. Somebody get him a bag of rice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's wet. It's not wet. <laughs> It'll shut it up, though. It'll shut it certainly will. It'll absorb It'll, the vibration. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's check in with the... Wait, we should probably take another break here. Are we too, a little early, go? maybe. Oh, we, but we took an early first break, too. So. Uh, yeah, we did. You're right. We're fine. Uh, let's check in with the King of Palms. We say hello to Elliot Hooper. Hello, hello Elliot. Hello. What's going on over there? Uh, I don't know if you'll like this story, but I'm choosing to tell it. Here we go. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um... So I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I thought I was coming down with a cold. And uh, and it turned out that I had a piece of tomato caught in the back of my throat. Why wouldn't I like that story? <laughs> I think it's one of the best stories I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I've cracked the code. I've cracked the code. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. I've had that happen. And it, it you literally. It's the worst. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I got up at four in the morning. I wasn't getting to sleep. I thought I was getting sick. And so I'm like, well, I guess I'll just, you know, push through it and hope that I'll get some rest. And then I took some uh, ibuprofen to get the swelling down, and that's when it jostled loose. And then did it come up? Yep. 
And Did it was you just, try it was uh, in my sinuses? At a, the I'm, worst. I've had that. I've had it. It's the I'm, worst. Not, I'm not a doctor, but did you try taking a, a sip of water? <laughs> I, I I gargled and it. Oh wow! And, really? And, but but that's it was up, it was up in your son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, had you done a, a neti pot? Yeah, then maybe. But I didn't think to do that. Of course you didn't. Why would you? Yeah. So I was just fortunate yeah. that I got always it neti pot. Always. Can I say something about this story? This is a triumph of the everyman. <laughs> yeah, that's how you say this. Hundred percent. One hundred. Adam, you're in show business. Is there any chance this could be a movie? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I Everyone like, can relate to this. I know what the like, title is. It's the Tomato Skin. You know what? We're gonna workshop that title. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what the, what the the worst part of this story so far. The title. Yeah. <laughs> we got a test market that. Don't, nobody, yeah. nobody in this room was happy with that title. You, you've done you've done the hard work, Elliot. Let's let us take over from here. We're gonna. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm more than happy to have somebody do the heavy lifting from here on out. I mean, I've suffered enough. Hear me out. What if we just and I'm involved. What if we just pay him a little bit of money and then we just yeah pass the royalty. rest of it yeah mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna pass a royalty with you i'm fine with that yeah, would no. this stack of chips <laughs> be enough to do it uh you know yeah probably it would be because you know what because this thing's going nowhere <laughs> i mean just, i'm not gonna say that to you in public but i figure that's probably true yeah. i'm just excited to pitch again get me in the room baby <laughs> i got something to sell Hold could on. you imagine I, if I, we did oh, try to on. pitch that someone's at our someone's door. at the door oh no oh. it's a wasp a, uh, it's a wasp. <laughs> oh, no. They've I'm going to guess UPS. Anybody? Yeah, I think you're right. If a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant walks in, I get points. <laughs> uh, there's UPS, a, there's no way there's it's a, a vlogger named Lindsay Ellis who, who she and some friends of hers, they did a fake sort of young adult Cthulhu book. Like they, they ginned up a uh, an author and they put it out there and it actually like it it got published because it, it was fake, but they but they really did. That's what we should do with this. We should actually pitch this to see if some some crazy producer will be like, yeah, sure, we'll put it on Netflix or or whatever. I, I, Thank I, you, I'm, sir. I'm on board with that. We'll fake it up. Are you cool if you don't go to that pitch meeting? I'm totally cool with that. Okay, because if you pitch it the way you just did, nobody's buying. <laughs> nobody's buying. I was so bored. I was trying to listen to the conversation that <laughs> Darren was having with the FedEx person. <laughs> was it FedEx or UPS? It was FedEx. We should have bet on that. Young lady. Oh yeah. Wasp? That's interesting. Yeah, was what, she white? What, was she a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant? I, I, I don't know, guys. She you didn't ask her? No, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, boy. But was she, she was white? That's olive-skinned. Olive-skinned, olive in tone. Hmm. Could be Mediterranean? Yeah, could it, yeah could probably, be. probably Greek broad. Okay. Mexican. All right. The, the thoughts of Adam Kinnahler do not represent those of uh, I, can, uh, I can say someone's a Greek broad. What's all, that's a, a negative about that. Well, once yes. again, the uh, yeah, words. Why is, that, why is that offensive? It's probably a broad. Greek broad. Oh. She was broad. I meant she was whoa, able to be whoa, cast whoa, whoa. across a variety of roles. I broad. Mean she was very, <laughs> a little too big. <laughs> right. She can play anything from Puerto Rican all the way to Italian. Oh, okay. I'm taking Here we go. Remember, there. you guys can't get away with this. <laughs> We're just naming ethnicities. Yeah, What's exactly. That? Offensive. You know it's offensive. Just I can say someone's Greek. Yeah, that's not. Wrong. And has a broad spectrum of talents. I'm not going to tolerate it. <laughs> All right, what else is going on besides this tomato situation? <laughs> oh, that's a good title. Oh, we got it? We got <laughs> it? The, the tomato, tomato situation. situation. By the way, I think they opened for Dave Matthews Band in Colorado. Uh, <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Eight drummers. <laughs> oh, my God. It's incredible. That's their hook. Yeah, yeah it makes Guster look like child's play. <laughs> Why is Guster coming up so much on this goddamn podcast? I don't know. It's a lot. To, it's like the third time in a month. It's a fun word to say. Mm-hmm. Guster. Guster. I thought there was a guy, uh, Dave Little, a comic out of uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to post on this very, very old, uh, it's no longer, of course, no message boards around, but it was gone even when, mm-hmm. anyhow. He would always say, I can't do that, I'm opening for Guster. 
And I thought it was a joke because that's a great thing to always have the excuse. It turns out, no, he was on tour with Guster. <laughs> wow, Guster had a comic opening for them? I, but they're just doing, that's at the crazy. time, this is 20 years ago, they were just uh, doing bars or whatever. Right, right, okay. Wow. Still a weird. Yeah. That's really funny. That's like Kimmel's like, uh, sorry to Matt Damon, yes. can't be on tonight. That's so great. I, again, I thought it was, it was like, can't, I'm opening for, can't Guster. for Guster, guys. It is a great joke. Yeah. Let's right? all bring that back. Can't that, I can't do it. I'm opening for Guster. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're stealing that guy's joke. That's okay. I'm comfortable. You're with fine that. with that. <laughs> Have you seen my act? All stolen. <laughs> no, I know you. I know you haven't seen my. Act. That's not, I, saw, I saw you that night on Conan. No, you didn't. You bounced out of there. You no, did your warm up. I watched gone. it. I want to say, hear me out. I want to say you were wearing some. Am I maybe a plaid shirt? I mean, what a guess with a white guy with a beard. Yes, <laughs> that's a good point. I, that's not what I was. And then you were just on recently again. Yeah, I've done it twice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Were you holding a microphone when you did stand up? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, maybe you might not have been. Nobody was. was. I did. Okay. See, I saw yeah, it. I didn't want to get out of my comfort zone. I was like, I only know this one way. It's my first time on TV. It, as a viewer, it makes me uncomfortable when they have people do a lab. It started, apparently, Johnny didn't like microphones, and then Dave didn't like microphones. So then none of us could use microphones. Hate it. Did you do late night on either of those? I did Jay. Okay. And gotcha. did not use a microphone. Gotcha. And um, I fiddle with my cuffs. A lot. You don't know what to do with your of, hands. A lot of, yeah. yeah. A lot of that, which fits my character, but it still was like, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, that's what's going on down there, Elvis. Let's, I did, uh, I let's go waste up on this move. <laughs> I did it on court and they're like, we can get you a stand. And I was like, yeah, give me a stand. I'm like leaning on the stand. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's what you do. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it certainly looks cleaner without, uh, but people know what stand-up looks like. I think it's distracting to have it suddenly be like... But the monologist, the, the star of the show comes out without one. Right. So no, they kind of want true. the... Yeah, if anything, I think it gives deference to him. Like, wow, this is the host and it's right. different. It's like, you're right. going to ask the band to come out and be like, by the way, laughs only. And uh, <laughs> we want to see when we free you from that guitar, <laughs> yeah. what you do with those arms. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> so I think my, my Killborn, my first... I think both Killborns I did without a microphone. Ferguson I did with one. Not even a laugh? You're just yelling? Just yelling. <laughs> I'm hoping that it got picked up by the uh, audience mics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've never tried it. I, I don't know what I default to jumping jacks or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird because yeah. you don't you don't even rehearse without it. Like you can leave the mic in the stand, but you still kind of have that yeah. security of it being right there. It's yeah. very strange. You got to hit the TED Talk circuit and do about <laughs> 15 of those before you hit your late night appearance. Do they have open mic TED Talk shows? I think they do. <laughs> you like they oh, really workshop should. a little bit? <laughs> That'd be great. UCB will have that theme show in a month. <laughs> You're not kidding. Yeah. In fact, call them right now. Open mic TED Talks. <laughs> if we don't do it, uh, our buddy Todd will do it. Uh, we can't pull his name. Oh, it's an embarrassment. Todd, Todd Glass. Glass. <laughs> Todd basically does open my TED Talks. I guess you're not done, yeah. That's kind of what Todd's doing. You're yeah, right. But every one is about curtains. <laughs> <laughs> curtains, candles, sound buffers. How can we make this room work? I love that I can make fun of him on any stage in this country, and the club thanks me when I'm done. <laughs> how do you know that about Todd? How the fuck do you think I know that about Todd? I, I booked him for a festival I run last year, and he was great. But he was just that guy. He's like, okay, what's the room like? And he came in to tour it before. And he wound up bringing like several lamps from his hotel room to the stage. And I was like, we're paying for your room. So please return those lamps. Like, can we? I was more concerned about the lamps getting back to the hotel right, room yeah. than the quality of the show. What's this festival that you uh, that you book? That this is the first I'm hearing about it. Is it it's called the High Plains Comedy Festival. It's uh, oh, That's coming up, right? It just happened it just last weekend. Um, it's like... The spiritual successor to Bridgetown. It's you know, kind of the indie uh-huh. comedy fest. This was year six. It's great. It's going great. Love to have you. 
More than happy to do it. Yeah, it's fun. I think you you'd enjoy it. You know how many times I've played Denver? How many? Once. Really? Comedy works? No. Where? Well, I did. Well, I did the Wits End. Oh sure. Up God. in is that Boulder? That was Westminster. That's defunct. It's done. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and rightfully so. Yes. I should have closed during my set. That's how bad <laughs> it was going. <laughs> um, what was the guy's name? John Cooney was his yeah, name. Yeah, you know that was when I was starting that I would get sets up there, but it went away probably two years into my current tenure. I think I believe that guy died, and yeah. uh, I am not broken up by it. No. Nope. I did not like comedy. Them. Works has never had Jen. No, never been there. Wow. Never, we ended up doing. We did a live Never Not Funny at a rock uh, theater. Okay. I bet yeah. I'm sure I know which. There's several, but I'm. It was great. Uh, what's that called? The venue was great. The owner was great. He's a big fan of our show. It's the Oriental Theater. Mm, was it very not? I know that. the Gothic Theater. <laughs> Boy, what the hell was the name of it, Matt? Sorry, right. I don't remember. The owner's great, and he listens. Yeah, that's the best. Can you kidding me? I have like a fan. Oh, he was yeah, thrilled. Was. Yeah. He yeah. and 79 other people in Denver were very thrilled <laughs> to have us there. A little thin, a little thin in the yeah. crowd, yeah. It was way too big of a venue for, because uh, we were like year three of the show, yeah, it was too. a long it was time ago. In. Uh, now, I, we could probably get to 85, 90 I people. bet you could easily push to 100. Uh, <laughs> Garen, do you have a, is there something you can find on, uh, there must be some record. Well, of we probably released that as a bonus episode. Yeah, just type in Never Not Funny Live, Colorado, Denver, whatever. Denver's a good comedy town, and it's, it's gotten, yeah. getting better all the time, and this fest is my darling. It's, it's going well. It's yeah. good. Great. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> all right. I'm in. 2019, I'm your boy. Hell yeah. Here we go. Book it. First booking of 2019. Bring it. Part That's o. not the same thing as the Vince Vaughn thing. That was Wild West. Yeah, yeah okay. it's yeah. decidedly not the same. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping the answer was to that was what you said. We did the Vince Vaughn in Nashville. Yeah, but he wasn't involved in it anymore. I got no, I know lots of comics that have done that, but it's definitely, we're not, we're not that budget. It's yeah. not that big. Right. Of a, it's wait, a more wait, wait, indie wait. mom and pop. You're not that think? budget? No, no. We I'm don't out. have that I'm, big of a budget. Then I'm out. Oh, God. I'm out. Do you say goth, the gothic? gothic theater? The gothic? Yeah, gothic. It doesn't yeah. sound right to me. That's right. That's a great little theater. That's a great yeah, theater. Yeah, 16, 2011? Okay. Ugh. Look up the... Uh, Season nine? Look up the capacity on that, if you would. I bet you Season 600, 800 on the gothic. I, that's my guess. I'm yeah. going to go about 800. It's a beautiful old theater. Yeah. And again, we had 80. <laughs> Do they pull the high tops down around the stage? High they make it work? For, yes. Okay. The high well, yeah, they made it work the best they could. Yeah. We should have brought the show down off the stage and done like a little, <laughs> yeah. like just set up in front of the stage. Mm -hmm. Get an acoustic set. Why the fuck didn't we do that? <laughs> my, uh, my partner in my TV show, Ben Roy, is a comedian. I don't know if you know him. He's fantastic. He's the lead singer of a punk band called Spells, mm -hmm. and their move is to eschew stages. They just, they set up their equipment on the ground, the pit right in front of there, and wow. everybody just dances around That's and they wrong. go nuts. Love it's it. pretty great. It's yeah. a good, good power move. Spells? Spells. With a Z? Nope. I'm out. <laughs> they call themselves Vacation Rock. It's a bunch of old guys that used to be in bands just mm -hmm. playing like pop punk. It's pretty fun. That's it's, fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. And that's in the Denver area. Yeah. They tour all around. There's this band Off With Their Heads. I don't know if you know them. They're touring around with them. They're great. It's, it's, they're good. Spells. Ben Roy. Spells. Good ben stuff. Roy. Cool. Wait, what, who's the guy for Chuck Roy? Isn't he from Denver? Chuck Roy is from Denver. Are they related? No, but you can imagine Ben having to claw out of Chuck's shadow. Yeah. <laughs> which he did. Um, Chuck's still around. Is he? Yeah, he's not doing comedy as much, but he's around. Teaching? Is yeah, that he's, what he's teaching doing? comedy. At a if you run into college. him, please tell him I said hello. I absolutely This is probably an off-the-air conversation, but please do. I, I will tell I always Chuck enjoy I. Chuck's company. Chuck was a good dude. He... He, I don't know, boring people, Denver comedy. Chuck Roy and Troy Baxley were the two pillars of my Denver comedy. Yeah. And those guys were awesome. They've each, uh, yeah. So I, I grew up in their shadow. Good dudes. I don't think I only know Troy from Flyers. Yeah. And, you know, seeing him like a. Troy's that quintessential 
obscure small town comics comics like oh you gotta see Troy Baxley but mm-hmm. you know he's he's fantastic but obscure alright what do you got um, well there's two different numbers here uh, it's either 1100 capacity or seven uh, just less than a thousand I would go with that yeah and that's packed into the gills even that is I mean, just remember how cavernous that was mm-hmm. that's really that's, <laughs> look that's very empty yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy in there. Yeah, we're well aware of what it was. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. For you should have pulled a Reagan Nathan. What a shit night. Should have done a Reagan Nathan. Brought him up on stage. Yeah, yeah we could have. We could have done that. Dude, or, you know Ramesh Reagan Nathan. He's a British comic who came here and booked the Greek and like and then made a, a reality series about like trying to promote it and get people in. Oh wow! And uh, ended up getting like two hundred and sixty people at the show in the, in the, in the Greek theater. So was we, that kind of what he was going for? Was that the punchline I mean, on his reality? In retrospect, we're guessing that was the point. Yes, well, that's savvy. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So we we went to the show, and uh, he came out and talked about what a huge disappointment it was. And then he literally told everybody to come up onto the stage and sit cross-legged on the stage, and he did the show. Oh, it's awesome! The whole audience sitting on the stage. Yeah, I kind of love this. Dude. We all want crisscross applesauce. <laughs> yes, thank it you was, for framing it that way. You're welcome. You know what just occurred to me as you were saying this too, like. Uh, even that, I think even that's bullshit. Now it's like even, there's no way they even like. Oh yeah, no, I think they, they planned that the whole they way. They booked the Greek to do that. To do that, I think so. Yeah, which but is why would, I think that's really clever. Yeah, it, yeah, but he wouldn't come clean about it even after he. We were like, come on, this is, and he was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> sneaky fucking Brit. <laughs> <laughs> I reminded him, Adam. I said to his face, "We beat you in a war a couple hundred years ago." He's like, "Did you?" <laughs> he didn't know oh, it's you the do first know. Heard of it. <laughs> first he heard about it did ya so you know Ramesh alright listen now let's officially take a break yeah uh, we'll be back Adam Kitten Hollins here he's got a brand new book out called uh, Tragedy Plus Time which is a uh, uh, heavy hitting book about uh, his sister uh, taking her own life which we are not uh, strangers to on this show my brother-in-law uh, and uh, who was our video producer uh, passed away in 2010 uh, in the same way so yeah. we are not uh, strangers uh, to that uh experience my sure. uh, so uh but again you're here to be a clown <laughs> but read the book comedy yeah. and tragedy side by side yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh so uh we'll be back right over this hey guys matt here with some dates for you adam Caton holland is on twitter at Caton holland and his book tragedy plus time is out now you can get it wherever books are sold it's obviously available on amazon and uh on the kindle um, I'm sure it's on iBooks or whatever Apple calls that thing now. And check it out. It's a great read. I just started it. I can't wait to finish it. Uh, really um, moving story. Let's see. Jimmy Pardo is going to be at the Howie Mandel Comedy Club at the Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey, September 4th through the 6th. Then he's at the DeLago Casino in Waterloo, New York on September 8th. After that, he's at Flappers in Burbank, October 19th and 20th. And then, of course, Never Not Funny is headed to the East Coast to do the Middle East in Cambridge, Mass. That show is sold out on the 25th. On Friday, the 26th of October, though, we will be at the Draft House in D.C. Hopefully there's a few tickets left if you want to go to that. Go check that out. And on the 27th, Zyder's American Dream Theater in Virginia Beach, Virginia. We're doing a matinee show, 2 p.m., and uh, Jimmy's doing stand-up that night. Package deals are available if you want to buy a ticket to each of those two shows. Just go to NeverNotFunny.com and click the tour link if you want to get ticket links for all those shows. And go to JimmyParter.com for his ticket stuff. Click his tour link and enjoy. Now listen, 
Uh, this is the second time these guys are sponsored with us. I'm talking about Everlane. Oh boy, you are wearing Everlane shorts right now. I am. As my new pa- my my new favorite pair of shorts, and they look terrific you, on you. You said the other day, are those Everlane? I was like, yeah, they are. Because uh, I mean, for, you don't know this, but they fit me better than any pair of shorts has ever fit me. It's a perfect fit. I love that. I was when I saw that, I was mad that I did not order shorts. See, I did it because when we were ordering, it was like I know. It's that thing that happens in Los Angeles where you're like, all right, it's like the beginning of August, end of end of July. Summer's kind of winding down. But in L.A., that means three more months of extreme heat. Yeah. So I was like, this is the perfect time to get a pair of shorts. Get I'm going to wear these right up until November, probably. Wear them as long as you want to bring them back next season. Sure, I will. You're more than welcome to. I'd like to see, I'd like to see those shorts on. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ride or die for life with these shorts. <laughs> I <laughs> went bury to, me in them. Are, are you serious? No, I don't, I don't think that would look good. Although I don't know if I want... Even an open casket doesn't have the legs open, does it? No, I think you got a little blanket over you. Well, or they usually have the split. The front of the casket is open. The right. back is down. You know, I've not been to enough funerals, but I, I've been to a number of them, and I've seen many uh, you should try to get movies. <laughs> uh, it's always in a suit, right? Does anybody ever get buried in a Hawaiian shirt? I like, mean, is Jimmy Buffett going to get buried, or do you throw him in a suit? And but, why? Karen. Why do we have to dress him up? Yeah. I would love to know what, uh, what was that guy's name? Steve Austin, not Steve Austin. What's the the alligator guy's name? Oh, what is his name? Steve Cooper, Steve Cropper, Steve, Steve Kerwin, Corwin. Yeah. Irwin. I, that seems like a guy who would have been buried in his khaki fatigues. Yeah, right? Or a khaki suit. Maybe. But why, why the suit? Why? Why? I don't know. Got to look good when you're going to meet God, I, I mean, guess. I guess that's what it is. I was going to say, or you meet the devil. Yeah. Right, being a nice suit. The devil likes a nice suit. He does appreciate a nice, nicely tailored suit. If the devil's there, more often than not, he's out. You know where he's at? Georgia. That's right. Uh, now we're talking about Everlane. That is the brand that we're speaking of right now. I, w- I had a meeting last. Uh, no, th- this week I had a meeting a Tuesday of this very week. Mm-hmm. I wore my Everlane shirt, and uh, as I spoke, and I mentioned this to Daniel when I came home. I said, t- I said, look, look at me in the shirt. I, I, do I think? Do I look as handsome as I think I do? <laughs> and she goes, you know what, you do. Yeah. There's something about a high end piece of product that it hangs differently on you. It's magic. Same with those shorts. Yeah. It looks great. Garen's got an Everlane jacket. Yeah, what are we talking about? We These guys just got some stuff from Everlane. Uh, let's see that shirt. Elliot. Elliot's wearing the shirt. Elliot's shirt nice, looks great on beautiful him. Shirt, nice beautiful shirt. Fits yeah, beautifully. And then Garen. The color too. It's a nice I, blue. Sure. I'm done with you. Garen wasn't ready. Garen, well, you know I'm still going to I'm gonna talk it up. I'm going to leave. I'm going to build it while he's. Do- okay, now it's on. So. Garen made me jealous. Hey, wait, wait, can I interrupt you for a yeah. second? What color is your shirt, Elliot? It's got a little bit of subtle blue. All right, go ahead. It's blue. It's a blue shirt. <laughs> it's not gray, it's I, I wish I, like, Garen picked this thing that I didn't know was on there. I didn't see it. I wish I had gotten one. It's a cotton bomber jacket. Uh, which it, it looks good, even on this asshole. Yeah. I it mean, looks great. That's a beautiful jacket. This guy's ready to Look go. Look at him. He's pointing. He can point that direction. Can you point yeah. the other direction? Oh, geez, both ways. Yeah. So super, the arms work on this super jacket. Super mobile. Yeah, you super can move mobile. any way you want. You could probably pitch in that jacket. That's Does that zip up? It zips right up. Yep. <laughs> oh, it goes up. This guy's ready to pick up some dudes. Look, Look at, at that. It's got, the, it's got the secured pocket. Does, it get an, does that have an interior pocket to it as well? Hmm, good question. By the way, I'm going to spin this either way. <laughs> oh, it does. Good. Good. Right? You got to have it. Keep your essentials in there. Yeah. 
Right. Well, I'm glad you didn't have to lie about that because that would have been disappointing. So, so, well, I would have, oh, you don't want that because you're all bulky. <laughs> I was ready for it not to have it. And I was like already thinking, like, yeah, yeah, you don't want that. You know, but yeah, I do want it. Uh, keep your important stuff. Anyway, it looks great. That's a good looking jacket. What? Does it feel good too? Well, if you feel good, if you look good, you feel good. I believe. Uh, That's right. Look good, feel good, sound good. And, oh, and if you feel good, you look good. That's right. You look marvelous. marvelous. All right. Everlane's the way to go. Seriously, we cannot. Uh, it, Everything I got from them, I love. I got a shirt that uh, I think I've worn. You wore it at the Flappers and everybody complimented oh, you on I'm it. Playing games. That's right. Yeah. Great shirt. Uh, a couple of good, great shirts from them. And a um, pair of jeans that I love, too. I, I don't know if. Uh, you guys didn't get jeans from them, but I really like their jeans. It's kind of like raw denim, but there's a little bit of stretch to, stretch to them. So they look like regular, you know, high-end jeans, but they're comfortable. They're mm. soft. Listen, we love our Everlane here. Uh, the women, my wife just got a little something from Everlane. She has not put yes. it on yet. Oh, my, my, I can't tell you how excited uh, Elise was when I told her we were that they were sponsoring the show because she was like, I've been looking at their website obsessively trying to figure out there was like one thing that she really wanted that wasn't in stock yet. It's like a, they, they do sometimes put stuff up that's not coming out for a little while. But she was like so psyched that uh, we were going to be talking about them and getting some stuff from them. And uh, yeah. Well, if you are a lady, they got the cashmere crew. They got the 100% human box cut tee. They got the silk short sleeve square shirt. They got the high rise skinny jean. They got the mid rise jean. They got the mounted boyfriend jean. They got the day heel. They got the day flat. For men, they got the cashmere crew. They got the 100% human tee. They got the twill weekender bag. They got the swim the slim fit jean. They got the straight denim fit jean. They got the men's Japanese Oxford. No frills, just quality. Sounds like George Michael. What? Oh, the white cool cat with the drill bat? Maybe leather and studs oh, I thought you were doing an auctioneer character. <laughs> uh, I, you know what I was trying to do? I was trying to just get through that uh, without screwing it up. And guess what I didn't do? I didn't get through it without screwing it up. We should also say that these guys, they take pains to uh, source their stuff from places that uh, actually treat their uh, employees nicely. You know, or, you know, you know, there's some, a lot of times when you buy stuff on the internet or even in, in a store, you, you don't know if it was made in a sweatshop or what right. circumstances, but the, they, that they care about that stuff. They're on top of that stuff. You can feel good about supporting a company that's, uh, that's being transparent about it. You can read about it on their website and you can wear it forever with Everlane. Boom. I just made that part up. It's beautiful. Uh, right now you can get free shipping on your first order. When you go to everlane.com slash Pardo, that's right. E V E R L A N E.com slash Pardo everlane.com slash Pardo. You get free shipping on your first order. Everlane, the only way to dress. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2304. We're talking Motley Crue off the air. Why wouldn't we be? That's Karen's hot new favorite band. Sure. Uh, they've only been broken up for about a decade. Uh, when, when was the last? 90? No, 2006 did they last play? When did I almost get beat up at the uh, Motley Crue show with Pat and Mike? Oh, that was, we were doing the podcast at that point because I remember the story being told yeah. on the show. So it must have been. 06, 07. Boy, that was a, that was one of the worst shows I was at, and uh, one of the most I was ever been frightened at a because uh, uh, I've been frightened zero other times yeah. <laughs> at a rock show. That's why you remember it so clearly. It's yes. the one time <laughs> I thought I was going to get beat up the entire time I was there. There was nothing but male rage at that concert. That wasn't at the Hollywood Bowl, right? No, that was at the the old Forum before they revamped okay. it. Okay, so it wasn't the final tour. No, that was 2014, 2015. It would have been uh, maybe 06, 07? I think so. Yeah, 06, 07. Mm-hmm. Right in that area, where I almost slipped in a pile of—I guess they don't call it a pile when it's liquid—a uh, puddle of piss, and, I, and all I thought was like, "How bad would this be? I'm, I'm going to slip in this pile of piss and then get raped oh, by God. these by these aggressive men down here." That was my fear. That's the bullet. 
<laughs> I did touch a bullet, Adam. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't slip after all. Because uh, once you're we, down, what we had somebody uh, he, when I was a kid, we went to see Hootie and the Blowfish at an outdoor. Another concert. rough crowd. You yeah. gotta watch out. <laughs> Boy, you'd think so, but they drink. Yeah. This guy oh. was so drunk, he whipped his dick out and pissed all over our stuff. Whoa! What? Just took, just brought it out and just like. Didn't, I don't even know if he knew we were there. You're I, saying Darius Rucker, the lead singer of Hootie <laughs> and the Blowfish. This guy's nice country Pissed singer. A, yeah, guy. that's crazy. What a rude man. The guy's so big, he, he reached from the stage. Come on, Karen. Come on. We're having trouble here. That's, <laughs> no, that's insane. I've never heard. That's that's galling that a Hootie and the Blowfish fan just did that. Wait, all over your stuff was an outdoor, like, uh, yeah. And you're on, were you place, on the lawn? Yeah, it had a huge wooden fence, which was bizarre. And then like, we were sitting near it. And he where were we at? Deer Creek? No, that's in Indianapolis. Were you at uh, remember Pine Knob? Or, no, it wasn't Pine Knob. It was some weird other place that I've never heard of. Huh. Um, yeah, we were just sitting there. Well, and he where just, were you? Squirrel Huts? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> where were you? Bear Hollow? <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Deer Creek, I think you were at? Oh, okay. No, Deer Creek's in Indianapolis. <laughs> I don't remember where it was at. You're then. saying this guy, the Hootie and Blow, he's drunk, he whipped his dick out and pissed all over your stuff. Mm-hmm. But I you heard, weren't, and you I weren't that sitting guy, on it. Oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Nope, not worth it. Not worth it. We were inches away. That'd be enough to make me stop playing music and veer to country music. That's probably what <laughs> happened that's to Hootie. Darius? He saw that and he's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm done. Look at what we're cr- begetting. I can't do this. You're probably not far off because, the, yeah, that... That music attracted the, the worst people. It was like it was it was like ESPN bros. You're not you're, you are not wrong. But that first album is phenomenal. I like the songs. I love it. it. In fact, I, when I was at Osh, which is sadly going out of business, Orchard Supply Hardware, uh, I was there today taking advantage of their uh, going out of business sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, little hoodie came on the uh, the overhead, and you know what? It was like yeah. Which which song? I only want to be with you. Oh yeah, sure. Dan Marino's in that video. Yeah, right. speaking of ESPN bros. Yeah, yep. that, that's how they got their target base. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And they yeah. play the PGA. Yeah. They play a PGA show every year. Yeah. And, and that's those guys were smart. They were angling where the money was at. Yeah, and they, yeah. they knew what they were doing. Totally. Uh, I realize this isn't the headline, but Osh is going out of business? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they that. Just, they just expanded to a bunch of stores. They have beautiful new stores. Yeah. Uh, apparently they expanded too much, Jimmy? <laughs> Listen, I, I've did a, I, I, believe it or not, I've done a lot of research on this because I'm, as I've it's said good, in a meeting yesterday, I've been to a, a, a total of twice in the past five years, but I still like the option of going. I don't want to go to Lowe's yeah. or, or Home Depot. Depot. Totally. I want to go there. And not yeah. only that, but they have like, you know how Radio Shack used to have all yes. those little drawers with little tiny things? Osh has that. Osh has that. I got, I got the correct little plastic uh, screw nuts for my Mustang to put the, the trim pieces back on. It was the only place I could find it. I couldn't even get it from China. I know. From China. Well, that's because our, our president is uh, not allowing it. Yep, trade war. Can't get those yeah, little yeah. plastic screw caps. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, listen, I'm bummed because... Uh, so this is official. I don't, like, I don't like when anybody loses a job. That also bums well, me that's out. That's true. But they, but they, it looks like they just, like, in the last five or six years, they spent a lot of money revamping their stores and opening it. Like, there's a new one on La Brea. A beautiful one on La Brea. But it's gorgeous, yeah. One of Burbank closed a few years ago, and now it's a Hobby Lobby. Double whammy. Got those oh, people. Got, oh, Jesus, you're getting hit hard. in and out Burger Day, you read about that? I've got to imagine. Yeah, they donated. Oh, what donated, happened? What did they do? Donated money to the uh, Orange County GOP. Whoa, really? That's yeah. going to offend a lot of their base. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not a huge surprise, though. Yeah, don't they put 
they're rival would, versus yeah, other cups. Yeah, uh-huh. so, super. Yeah, yeah I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know why all of a sudden we're mad at them and now we have to boycott them. We should have been boycotting them. Well, in the past, the thing was, yes, they're they're Christian. They put the Bible verses on the cups, but they treat their employees very well. They have yep. great benefits. Like it's like. The, the spin was that they're the good kind. <laughs> like, like, right. Yeah, they're Christian. But, but even that was debunked today. Like somebody said, you know, that's what you, they want you to think, but then here's what they actually are paying and actually doing. And I wonder if they yeah. donated animal style. <laughs> <laughs> is this thing on? It's a good piece of business. Uh, it's a yeah. nice it's piece like, of why business. Why is this envelope covered in mustard? <laughs> Soaking wet. You know, they have a secret menu. <laughs> Yeah, great. You're interesting. I emailed them once to say, "Is there any way you would make a chicken sandwich?" And they're like, "Man, we're just we have no plans at this time." You emailed like, them. Really, one one addition to the menu: a chicken, just a chicken sandwich. It's All you have what, to do is not get what the they chicken. do. I don't care. Make a chicken. It's not what they do. You How empty was your? Watch Kitchen Nightmares, Matthew. Clearly, yeah, right? you've got to reduce your menu in order to make sure that you can be efficient. And do the one thing right. Mm. Sorry, Adam, you were going to insult me. <laughs> I, I, I was going to tell you, 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 you understood that, so let's consider the insult uh, level. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? You just picked up on the tone. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I felt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even need to go through the words. We yeah. get it. We all got it. Yeah. Words get in the way. Oh, that's our, uh, that's our friend Gloria Estefan. Yeah, it's true. Does anybody pronounce it like that? Probably not. Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan. Maybe they do. That sounds a. Uh, I think it's widely regarded as being pronounced Estefan. Gloria Estefan. That would Estefan. be an accent over the A at the end. Accent agu, huh? Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's French. Mm. Okay. All right. I can Ex- Accent agrave, accent agu. A. <laughs> ah. Yeah. That I understand. Bonjour. Adam Creighton, Holland, sir. <laughs> Ross Porter showed up. Mm-hmm. Wait, didn't we have a new? Uh, didn't I have a new version of Ross Porter? Because nobody knows who Ross Porter is. There's another new drunk. Now you don't know Ross Porter. He was a Dodgers play-by-play guy for years. Okay, and apparently would uh, show up, uh, uh, show up a little uh, sideways, and then yeah. also get drunker as the. So he just Mike Piazza's not alive, right? That's awesome. Oh, that was actually we changed Mike Piazza because people don't know Mike Piazza. People are finding a Ross Porter impression. I disagree <laughs> that people don't know who Mike Piazza. Yeah, is. I know Piazza. Who fought? But then, then you fought me on this. You told me I needed a new player. I was hoping you would stop to the impression. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just give up the bit completely. Just turn it in, Matt Kemp, not alive. See, it doesn't work. Justin Turner. Justin nope. Turner's not bad. Justin Turner, not alive. Right? Mike Piazza is the perfect. It's the name. perfect name, right? Yeah. Mike Piazza, none of that. Mike Piazza, none of that. That's the old poo egg. That's the poo egg, none of that. That's actually not a bad one. Yeah. Yeah, poo egg, none of that. Yes, I L is like a fun That's word fun. to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, imagine if we played for the uh, Yankees, what uh, John Sterling would say oh, for God. that. Uh, yes, yell! FBL <laughs> yells another! Shut up! <laughs> oh, he's the worst. Dee Dee goes wee wee! Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Just say it's a home run, John, and ignore the lady sitting next to you whenever she talks. That's what he does. It's the worst. Hmm. You know, John, they say that uh, the really interesting information, two and two now, just completely <laughs> ignores her. I, I find that to be every uh, baseball team. Like, Do you really? I feel like they're constantly, like one of them will say something, and then the other one just acts like that person's not even alive. It's just like, Maybe it's more... Uh, 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 pronounced pronounced because it's, uh, she's a lady or you're more yeah you're more aware of it whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah i like to believe there's just simmering tension <laughs> right. between every broadcast team yeah. i think there is right and they all just it's like 30 years of this bullshit with this asshole <laughs> and they all, like every silence i just picture them being like 
shit. Cut the shit. Yeah. That was my yogurt. You know it. Well, they do have the, what's the, the cough button or cough whatever. Button, yeah. I bet they are hitting that cough button and then saying shit to each other when it's quiet. And like, it just comes off as being very like passive aggressive. Yeah. Like I'm just blowing you off right now. Just tense family dinners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, the aforementioned Wayne Hagen used mm. to do a radio in Chicago with John Rooney, who now does the Cardinals. And they would sound exact. They had the exact same voice. So they would have to do this. It would go uh, uh, two and two. What do you think, Wayne Hagen? Well, John Rooney, here's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> they were great together, though. They were they were terrific, which is how I knew Wayne Hagen. That's really and funny. I was excited to see that he landed. I think it did the Mariners first, then Rockies, maybe. Yeah, he was with them for a while. I don't know where he is now. I don't think he's in the bit. I think there's a, he may have had some uh, behind the scenes issues. Interesting. I believe. I'm not privy to them. I don't know what those. Well, are. You, you you're said part you of the organization. Yeah, What's going on? Man. Newly, <laughs> newly minted. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you don't get to the bottom. Maybe, what if he's down there? What if he's at fantasy oh, camp? Oh God! I'll, I'll report back if he's at fantasy camp. <laughs> I'll come back with a what whole expose. All, all your tweets are just about. Oh, here's the deal, guys. He's here, but no one wants him here. <laughs> <laughs> Hagen's been hanging out at fantasy camp for years. We got a Wayne Hagen sighting. <laughs> all right, look. Are you looking up Wayne Hagen, broadcaster? Yeah, there doesn't seem to be much. Ah, oh, poor Wayne. What if he died? It doesn't look like he's dead. We lost him, huh? What's family ahead of? Oh, no. That's the Wayne I know. Yeah. It's baseball. You know what that means? It means he assaulted someone. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, a little bit on the uh, the drink or mm. sexual assault. Maybe he decided he wanted to raise his children bilingual and live abroad for a couple years. <laughs> oh. Wow. That's my charitable a Very guess. elaborate. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> thesis. Very nice. Wanted to raise global citizens. Oh. Sure. What do you got? Uh-oh. He says, my time with the Mets was like a 162-game road trip. Mets? It came down to what's more important, losing my family or coming home and starting over again. Wow. Hagen's version is that he walked away from the job. The Mets said in a news release that they didn't renew his contract. What year was that? 2012? All right, so he's been out of the business for uh, six years, roughly. And we miss him. The, the baseball oh. needs him. There's an update from... Uh, Guys, I've just been given this. <laughs> this just in, 2016 Wayne Hagen update. I don't know what the update is. His kids don't like him, and he's back. <laughs> he's back. The kids have said, no, thank you, Father. Get back to the booth. You and uh, Josh Josh Lewin? Is that who does the Mets? Nobody cares. No. no. Adam Kitten Holland is here. He's got a brand new book out called Tragedy Plus Time. Uh, all right, Adam. Feel free to get <laughs> drop whatever this, you want drop to whatever, Drop whatever this book's about. I mean, I, I alluded to it earlier. Sure, yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it's an odd one because, you know, we're, we're here making the goofs and having fun, but the book is very serious, and it's about... Uh, it's about it's a memoir. It's about growing up. It's about my family and my little sister who I had a really good bond with and kind of formed our senses of humor together. And then it's about my sister's battle with mental illness and losing that battle and taking her own life about six years ago. And it's also about dealing with that. And in that six years, I've had a lot of cool career things happen. And it's about just sort of like, I don't know, choosing to not be utterly devastated but it's not clean like i told the publisher i was like there's no clean landing where it's like and now i'm healed it's an honest look at grief and uh about how that is always part of you and it's a tribute to her she was a great great person and uh and dearly missed by the whole clan so this book sort of just is all that man yeah yeah i really enjoyed it Thanks. I, uh, Thanks. Uh, as i said earlier it's a and, I, and again i don't mean this negatively it's a very easy read it's it's well written and it's uh, easy to find you know thank you no i I, th I don't 
I don't take that negatively. A lot of people are saying I read this in one sitting or two sittings. And to me, it's when I do that with a book, I'm like, I love this book. Yeah. And so I, I really, that's a compliment. Thank you. I saw it as homework. So I crammed it. You take it. However, if it's no, for sure, for you. sure. Homework. I love this book. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, but it is great. It's, it's, it's a, especially because again, as I mentioned beforehand, what we had to deal with on this show with, with Andrew uh, going through this and my, wife and yeah and it was my brother-in-law and again our video producer having to deal with all of that and my son not being young where he didn't understand why i believe his quote was i don't think mommy has a brother anymore oh god that's so sad we didn't tell him yet that he had died and he still does not know how right Um, and that'll be a conversation sometime it'll be a it'll be a heavy conversation of course and um uh, so we are again. Yeah, you guys understand, and it's yes. and, and and everyone I'm finding understands. Like I'm so stunned by how many people have somebody like this in their life, or it's just it's not just my story. I wrote this 100% selfishly to just cope and get it out, but I am finding a lot of people can like relate, and I think just destigmatizing all of it. The what she did. Uh, being frustrated with a sibling who's you know losing their mind and and just being that honest about it, being mm-hmm. like, hey, it's not always just me charitably two dimensionally being like, I'm here for you. Sometimes I'm like, this sucks. I wish you'd shut up about this. Yeah, just being honest about it, I feel like contributes something to the landscape of literature and art about all this. So I'm I'm proud of the book, and I think people can get something out of it. Well, you know what I liked about it, and and it's what I've said and what my wife Danielle said about Andrew. Is and it, it took you maybe a chapter or two to figure to get to this, and maybe I even misunderstood it. And if I did, I please correct me. It seemed like at some point you were angry at her for doing it. Look what she's done to your family. Yeah. To then realizing, hey, she had to do this. Yeah. And it, it would be selfish of us to expect her to live this unhappily. Totally. Right. And that was a, and that's something I not even kidding found during the writing. Okay. So that's how healing this was for me. Um, yeah, I, I reached that point. Isn't it interesting how, but most people want to be so, like, like how could how could she do that to you? Yeah. How could I expect her to live this unhappily? Like, mm-hmm. so I should be selfish and make sure that she's still here so right. that I'm not sad? Right. Like, it, how dare you? Exactly. But, you know, it does take a while to get there. Yeah. There's a lot mm-hmm. of anger. There's a lot of guilt. Um, and you have to kind of fight through those yeah. before you're allowed to just be like, I'm still sad and I totally forgive you. I get that you mistakenly only saw this as your only out, but I understand that your mind was that far gone. I, I can't, I forgive you for that. And I'm sorry that that happened, you know? Yeah. So I've reached that place, which is about as good a place as I think you can ever hope to be at. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm happy with that. And uh, I'm honestly glad it's really nice to have this book out there because she's just like, she's being celebrated again at the book release in Denver last week. It was a love fest. And there were so many people who were just like, I'm so happy to like talk about Lydia openly and how much I miss her and how great she was. So besides me and my book and all that, I love that she's getting a little second wind. I think especially in Denver where her whole life was, everyone sort of needed it. And that's I, awesome. and that's been a nice surprise. Cause I just, you're selfish to being like, here I am peddling my grief. I hope people <laughs> like this. Yeah. Um, but to see that the other night was real, real good. Nice for me. And you had cool. one here with the, our buddy Dave Holmes, right? If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's doing an event with me tonight. Oh, it's tonight. It's tonight. Oh, yeah. my apologies. Oh, no worries. Um, it's great. And, and like book readings are weird. We like to be funny. <laughs> so it's nice to have a buddy who gets it. Who's also a comic. Who's also written books yeah. to sort of help hold my hand through it. So yeah. it'll be fun. All right, well, good luck with that. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, I recommend getting uh, the book. It's, it's I imagine it's on Kindle and uh, it's everywhere. All those places. It's all. It's everywhere. So yeah. Yeah, I just started it uh, last night. And I'm oh, really excited to finish it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah it's great. Thank you. 
and my wife's going to read it as well. And uh, then we're probably going to burn it. <laughs> right? At, that's wow. that's my sincere hope. Buy it, read it, burn it, and give it a Viking funeral. <laughs> that's it, right? Send it off in a... <laughs> Send it down the L.A. River where it just kind of stops just, in dry areas. <laughs> well, there it is. And then Rick Monday runs over. <laughs> you don't burn that. <laughs> uh, now, question for you, and then we have to wrap this up. Yeah. On your uh, the the uh, the sleeve for the hardcover, yeah, picture of you and your two sisters, right? Uh, uh, on the mistaken? cover is is me and my two sisters, right? So, yeah, yes. Uh, you as a young man, probably maybe high school, is that uh, maybe even younger? Younger, yeah, middle school. Who did they say you looked like growing up? What uh, what child actor did they say you looked like? Uh, I don't remember. Hang on. Th- them saying anyone? Is there you look exact exactly? Wait, show it to me because I don't. Uh, I don't have the book here, oh. but I'm going to write this. I'm going to write the name down and have Garen pull up his picture. Let me think about who that might be. Good. Um, Garen, this, this, the spelling on this last name is way wrong, but it should come up. Uh, here, let me give you some more information. Uh, well, I thought you were going to say Michael J. Fox, so it's not that. I know how to spell Fox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> F-A-U-X-E, right, guys? <laughs> I'm just well, he did have to change his name because uh, there was another... Yes. He had to add the J. Yeah. Yeah. And the X and the, and the U. Like Michael B. Jordan. A bigger picture of that from that era? I mean, I don't want to... To me, you look most like Shannon Doherty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lips and the eyebrows. It does. So you see it there. You see the photo. I, uh, yes, I see That's it. it. What did I do here? What did I do here? Hello. Created a problem. Damn it. What did I do? <laughs> all right, there we go. I'm okay, guys. Uh, all right, Garen. Uh, yep. uh, show the photograph. Show the photograph of the gentleman. Let's see if this one works it, for you. In fact, I couldn't believe. I, I thought it may have been. There he is. Whoa! I do kind of look like that dude. I don't that know who that, that is. is Ike Eisenman, who starred uh, opposite Kim Richards in the Escape from Witch Mountain, Return to Witch Mountain wow. Disney movies. Wow. You look, dude. You look exactly like him. Interesting. Ike Eisenman. Ike Eisenman. All right, now pull up a picture of him as an adult. Yeah, I want to see, see what he looks like it. now. He doesn't yeah, have this no. big a beard. No way. <laughs> Did. I had to hide my the, Ike face the, with this beard. The similarities end. <laughs> they, oh. they really do. He uh, did uh, he age differently. That's so bizarre. It, I've never heard that, nor has anyone told me this. Ike Eisenman. You know what? Ask uh, tonight, bring it up to Dave Holmes, because Dave is the Dave, same. Yeah, Dave, Dave will, will go, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, there he is. nothing like that guy. Yeah, me and Ike don't look at all alike anymore. No. Okay. I will definitely ask Dave Holmes about that. That's eerie, because that childhood photo, yes. It, yes. That, that, I agree. That did look a lot it's like very, me. Uh, uh, Ike Eisman, by the way, came into when I was managing the warehouse records in Pasadena in the mid-80s. He came in. I, guess, I don't know. Maybe he was 20-something at the time. When he did those show, those movies, Escape from Witch Mountain, he was 11, 9. Mm-hmm. And one of our employees went, uh, so you were in that movie with uh, Kim Richards, huh? You fucker. <laughs> what? And he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> did you fuck and, and, I, and I went, I, I, I didn't say dude because I didn't say, and I said, I go, he was a child. And man, I'm just saying I would have. What the fuck are you talking? <laughs> but he asked me. Wow. Wow. Did you fuck her? Uh, similarly, when I worked with Paul Reiser many, uh, in 19, who cares when, it was after My Two Dads, and we were going through a- uh, I watched My Two Dads. I love it. As did I. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I loved yeah. uh, both he and the great Greg Evigan. And then who was the young lady? She's very cute. Uh, oh. Lisa. Lisa Bonet. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I did just find this picture, which is even more. Look at that. I mean, look, yeah. that is, that's you. The nose is like really the exact same. That's crazy. That's really bizarre. So we're going through the, uh, Paul Reiser and I are going through the um, uh, uh, parking garage to pay. 
and the guy recognizes Paul Reiser and he goes, I'll just do the, he at first said, hey, you're the guy from My Three Dads. And he goes, well, it's My Two Dads, but I'm such a good actor, you think there's three of us. <laughs> and then the guy goes, he goes, let me ask you a question. Oh, God. You ever fuck that girl? <laughs> and Paul Reiser goes, she played my daughter, that's a child. Oh, God. Yeah. Stacy Keenan. Stacy Keenan. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. People are just great, aren't it's they? Really, People yeah. are fantastic. Wow. And he literally says it. You ever fuck that girl? I wonder how many times Paul's fielded that question. I'm going to say a total of one, one yeah, time. Yeah, I let us I pray. I hope it's only one. Let us pray. Jesus. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I fear it's more. Yeah. I do too. All right, Adam, you seem like you'd be great uh, with trivia. Here we go. All right. We're going to play uh, a game that we call Sevens. What was that, Molly Crew? <laughs> that was the crew. <laughs> no, it was Mike Henry. He's a Molly Crew. Hey, himself. hey that's One fun. Crew. Uh, all right, it's like Pyramid, the game show Pyramid. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you clues to a uh, certain thing. You have to guess what I'm describing. Okay. Yes. <gasps> you have seven seconds per clue. And there's seven of them in the category. The faster oh. you get them, the more points you get. All right, here's your categories. You ready? Movies, TV shows, celebrities, music, sports, Broadway. The 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. 70s music, 90s music, 2000s music. Stand-ups, superheroes, movies, action, movies, comedy, movies, rom-com, movies, award winners. And then baseball. baseball. Let's do baseball. <sighs> We've been talking about it enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Is that tough? I could do another category. I got A, a what, lot of those are very appealing. What would, you, what would your second choice be? Uh, stand-up comedy. Oh, Jesus. Another rough one. I like that category. All right, let's, let's do that one. Interesting one. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? Let's do this, Matt. Let's do both. I'll do baseball okay. and fail miserably with that <laughs> yeah. one. And then you do stand-ups. Garen, tell us how many times we've played uh, stand-ups. I feel like it's not All too many t- times. Oh, really? No, Maybe it's five. very rare. It's tough. To, it's a tough category. Okay. Well, I don't even know if I'm sure how the rules work, so we'll just do this. We're just going to be giving you clues to try to get you to guess the name that okay. we're looking at. Okay. You know, like if we're doing TV shows. Uh, yeah, a bar set in Boston. Okay. Uh, Cosby Show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you, so you get it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Looks like four or five. One, four or five. What? Right. Stand-ups? And how about baseball? Baseball, I'm going to say one time. Maybe two. Six, stand up. Baseball is... Baseball's so obscure. One, two, three. Do we know with who? Oh, no, two. Jesse Thorne and Ken Levine. And it's no surprise it's Jesse Thorne. I know (laughs) Jesse. Ken Levine's a play-by-play guy. Uh, He does the the call-in show now for the Dodgers. So uh, why didn't we do that with Jason Benetti? Great question. I don't think we played. So Ken Levine's preparing a show about not making the playoffs to the Colorado Rockies (laughs) this year. I don't think that's what he's doing. Well, I think he should be. By the way, I, I, I would... Have it I, ready. Have I, it in the can. I, I'm happy if either of those teams <laughs> make it. Go ahead and record the show. <laughs> it's just... It's calling. You just got to... Okay, everybody call in. Pretend that we didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> well, here's the deal. No matter which uh, those two teams, they're going to uh, lose to the Cubs. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You did Broadway with Jason Benetti. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. That's right All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah, is this baseball? Doing baseball. Okay. Here it comes. Uh, he played for the Yankees, Mr. October. Uh, Reggie Jackson. Yes. Uh, the, he stole more stolen bases than anybody else. Uh, Ricky Henderson. Yes. Uh, what's the abbreviation for Major League Baseball? MLB. Yes. Uh, uh, a pitcher for the Indians. Uh, Bartolo Colon. No, current. Uh, or maybe last year. Uh, Carlos Carrasco. No, nah, next one. Uh, the Bay Area, not the A's, the other team. Uh, San Francisco Giants. Yes. San Francisco Giants. Uh, shortstop for the Yankees for the last Derek Cheater. Years. Yes. Uh, oh, boy, catcher for the uh, Mets, uh, for the Twins at one point. Now maybe for uh, Texas. 
Oh gosh, um, I know you're talking about that Ryan was, Braun. That wasn't bad. Ryan Braun's good. No, no. The, Ryan Braun's a outfielder for the. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, who's the Who's the catcher? Here's what you missed. The pitcher that you missed, you got uh, was Corey Kluber. Oh God, he's great too. Corey Kluber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jonathan Lucroy. Oh, he was at Rocky last year. God damn it. He okay. was, and he stunk. Yeah, well, he was good in the stretch. Okay, well, that's good. I feel good with five for seven. Uh, we got 20 points. 20 points. 20 points. Right. That's actually really good. That's a good okay. score. Yes. Especially in that category. Tough category. All right, here you go. You're that was do, tough. Uh, so I have to beat 20. That's... Well, no, you don't have to beat 20, because I don't... Stand-up is... I think stand-up's I are really to tough. I All right. <laughs> uh, oh, here it is. Okay. This is... Yeah, this is hard. Um, okay. Yeah, because I guess if you go, like, in the ancient history, I'm, right. I'm clueless. Oh, uh, we know him. He, he wrote for Parks and Rec. Um, Joe Mandy? Yes. Uh, oh, he passed away, wore sunglasses, uh, one-liner. Whittles? No, no, one-liner guy. Or, oh, uh, Mitch Hedberg, Mitch yeah. Hedberg, yeah. Um, oh, this guy, I think, has cerebral palsy or something. Josh Blue? Yes. From Denver? Um, uh, one of the biggest of all time. He was in uh, Delirious. and uh, Eddie Murphy. Yes. Um, ooh, this guy was in the Rat Pack. Um, Dean Martin. Nope. Frank Sinatra. Uh, straight comedian. Sammy uh, Davis Jr. Who's the other? Who's the straight comedian? Uh, this guy's another bearded, a bearded friend of ours. Um, God, what? Rory, Kyle. Yes. Kyle Kinane? Yep. Um, oh, uh, blue collar comedy, the guy who started it. Ron White. No, the uh, uh, cable guy, Jeff Foxworth. Yes. I'm going to say that beat 24. 12. Oh, yeah. Whoa. You guys stunk. That <laughs> but, was bad. But we got them all except one. I don't know how that felt good. Joey Bishop. That felt good. Joey Bishop. Is that the Rat Pack dude? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have pulled that out. It's tough. That was good showing, though. Thank you, guys. Took, Thank you. That was fun. Yeah, was you pulled Josh Blue. Well, he's my boy. I'm friends with Josh. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's your boy. Josh is my boy. Okay. I'm Josh is a good dude. The thing about that category is it takes longer to get to them, so you get lower That's why scores. It's tough. Yeah. But I think like getting six of seven is a win. I don't you. disagree with you. I Nobody's going to fight you. Nobody's fighting you. Okay. Good. I feel like I've won here today. Well, you have won. Thank you. And, and you know, we've won by having you here. <laughs> uh, his name is Adam Catenhall, and he's got a brand new book out called Tragedy Plus Time. We uh, touched on it a little bit. If you want to hear more about it, listen to Paul Martin's podcast, uh, where I'm sure that you guys make a deep dive into it. We do. Um, and then Paul somehow makes it all about himself. <laughs> so go ahead and listen to that. Uh, says the guy who immediately had to say, uh, we, 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 we do relate. Yeah. Paul's friend of the show. Yes. Was in my wedding. Good man. <laughs> was at his house just last week. I want to be very clear. I'm I not shitting on Paul. Everyone Gilbert. believes that you're friends with him. Don't want to be. All right. Adam, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. This was great. Really, really appreciate enjoyed it. Uh, on behalf, look at him over there. There's Pop Gold Beast, Garen Cockrell, back there, the King of Palms, Elliot Hober behind the dashboard. And to the Hunter Matt Bell and our new friend, Adam Keaton Holland. I'm Jerry Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.